What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BKR podcast. And today, as you can tell, a little bit of a different setup. We're on like the same couch, so you could tell where we have a guest on today, as we promised to you last time. So, without further ado, let me introduce him. He's the up-and-coming soccer star from Surrey, BC, at 17 years old. He's the center mid and captain of the, his U17 Whitecaps Academy team, where he has won multiple Player of the Year awards. He also made his debut for the Whitecaps FC2 professional team. Um, he's also the center mid of the U17 Canadian national team, where he helped qualify for the World Cup later in November in Indonesia. And just recently, he just got back representing the Whitecaps as the first South Asian, South Asian male, um, to represent, to be an app MLS next all-star. And most importantly, he's also our cousin, so you kind of have no choice to come on. So, um, please welcome Jeevan Badwal. Yeah, Tarya. Applause. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Um, yeah. Happy to be here. Thanks for the introduction. That was pretty sick. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I kind of had no choice either, but uh, <laughs> got busy though. Well, we would have came to your house, picked you up, and put you on the pod if you weren't <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah. But no, you guys are busy, man. He's just like traveling all over the US <laughs> right now. He's going to go to Indonesia. Um, He's been to more places in the last week than we have been in our whole entire lives. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> but uh, busy guy, Barpin magazine covers, Whitecaps, F- Whitecaps Twitter videos, Instagram videos, yeah. and Omni be- beat us to it, man. What's, well, that like, ce- what's that celebrity life like first? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't say it's like big time celebrity. You're getting obviously. Instagram DMs too? <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah. It's, something, it's not that big. Yeah, I still have like, these are still little steps. You got fanboys. <laughs> yeah, I got, got a lot fan of fanboys. Boys. Still little steps. All right, though. so like, you know, you've been on Darpin, even on uh, Omni, right? Yeah. But how does it feel like to be on the big time on the beat podcast, right? <laughs> I feel like I feel special, obviously. That introduction was pretty sick. But um, I feel like I had to speak more freely with you guys. Uh, obviously, being in front of like Omni and uh, like White Cast, they tell me what to say. They'll ask me questions and like they'll tell me what to say. Can't say anything wrong, but obviously, it's going to be fun here. I'll have fun. All right. Mentioned MLS next, right? You went to where? Washington, right? Yeah. Or Maryland somewhere? Washington, yeah. 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 Um, that experience, what was it like? First South Asian male, not even just Punjab female, South Asian male. Yeah. And meeting your fellow aged all-stars, but also any of the first teamers, for example, right? You meet any of them? What was that experience like? What was it like playing the game? You were a starter too, so that's something uh, to say as well. Yeah, um, it, was, it was special. It was something different, obviously. Seeing the best of the best in MLS, playing against them, playing with them was pretty sick. But the experience overall was really like, it was something I can't take, obviously. And I'm grateful for it because I've come so far, all my hard work. And uh, being there was really cool. Getting to see, I actually got to see the players. We got to watch them train right before they played a match against Arsenal. And we got to watch that match. It's pretty sick. But yeah, I also got a lot of clothes, a lot of shoes for free. So <laughs> it was pretty sick. Um, MLS. Yeah. Uh, you meet any Arsenal players? No, 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 no Arsenal players. We were we were close to the field where we got to see the skills comp. So like I got to see like Havertz, Jorginho, a lot of them like close by, but no, I didn't get. Did you them. Did you pick up any notes on uh Havertz for taking volleys? <laughs> because yeah. uh, when you saw that performance, it was like pretty brutal. I was watching that. I'm like, like I know I can't score because I'm not like a scoring type player, but come on, if you're a professional player, player like that, playing for your national team, playing for Chelsea, having a big role. But coming up, just doing a little skills confident, not getting any goals, that's kind of sad. But no, you got you to gotta get one. Right? Yeah, you got to get, get one. one. 
Uh, hey, I might be a future team and future <laughs> talking shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't be. Yeah, I mean, I know you're still a good player. He's still gonna, a good player. You're currently on the Whitecaps, so we're in, uh, academy. So we're not gonna mention too much about the Whitecaps side of things because um, little biased when you're in. Yeah. But um, I mentioned your little bit of your resume. So we're gonna do a quick rapid fire. Let's get to know Jeevan Battle a little bit. Jovan, take it away, man. Um, favorite athlete. Ooh, favorite athlete. I would say, it current or like all time. Uh, go both. Well, yeah, uh, go both. All time, Stevie G. Uh, obviously. Okay, who's Stevie G for those non soccer uh, Steven viewers? Steven Gerrard. He's a <laughs> Liverpool legend. Liverpool is a EPL or English Premier League team from England. And he's been a legend for Liverpool. He's a center mid, so I kind of take after him. And then I would say favorite athlete right now is Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay. All right. Favorite sports outside of soccer? Favorite sport? Give me one. You give multiple two. Yeah. I'll, I'll give two. I would say. Basketball, obviously, because we have we play that, and then ping pong. Favorite team growing up outside of the Whitecaps? Oh, Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, favorite team from other sports? Uh, ba- NBA, I'd say Lakers, obviously. Um, football, Colts. Uh, baseball, Red Sox. And then, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much. I mean, you're from Vancouver. What, what about NHL? Oh, oh yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, 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 my. <laughs> NHL Canucks, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Uh, They're so bad that I forgot them. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, favorite food? Uh, tacos. Not pasta? Nah, sorry. Nah, I, I go with pasta. Uh, hobby outside, nah, you gotta be roti, actually, right? <laughs> <laughs> I do naan. eat a lot of roti. <laughs> Chaipani naan are like the best thing you yeah. can have. Uh, hobby outside of sports? Ooh. I like gaming. I like to game with friends. I like to game by myself. Uh, hanging out with people, like going out. Um, obviously, playing basketball with you guys, obviously, cousins, friends. So, yeah, that's mainly, mainly it. Favorite video game? Ooh. It's between... It's between... FIFA and Rocket League. FIFA and Rocket League. I love FIFA tournaments, right? Yeah. You're the best in the family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are pretty fun, though. I won't yeah. lie. Um, first thing you really do when you get back home from like the U S or like traveling. Usually we're like, it's like late nights we arrive. So obviously I just sleep right away. But I would say when I first arrive, like the first thing I always ask is my nanny to make roti. Cause I'm out and about and I'm eating like all this type of food and like, I don't have roti in like other states. So like I tell my nanny right away when I come back. Either if it's at nighttime, the next day I'll ask for roti, or if it's daytime, I'll just ask her for some roti. Yeah, next roti. thing, next thing is, yo, Joven, are you home? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that, that's another thing. If Joven's home and I'm free, I'm like, yeah, y'all coming yeah. over. It's Joven. <laughs> nah, nah, we gotta we gotta rock the Mario Kart. Are we still running? Yeah, yeah. all right. Uh, we got your uh, brother and sister who play. They're pretty trash at the game, but like me and you <laughs> really? have to carry. Yeah, yeah this easily. Guy sucks too now. Easily. Yeah, I, I, I taught you guys. Right? That's yeah. how it matters. Bro, I, Mario Kart is how I got my license. <laughs> I'm like, that's I'm true. Like, on the road. I played a lot and I passed my first try. A lot yeah. of my friends didn't pass on the yeah, first right? try. Yeah, right. Like I play a lot. You know, I'm just imagining red shells, sky bombs, everything. <laughs> <laughs> For you kids watching this, this is not an endorsement. What play Mario Kart to do your driver's <laughs> license? All right, your favorite movie or movie series? Okay, uh, I wouldn't say like movie series, but I would say just like Marvel in general. Like those movies are my favorite. But my favorite movie of all time is Shawshank Redemption. You're like 12 years younger than that movie. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love it so much. Go to movie. I watched it. Too. It's a really good movie. Yeah. Favorite TV show? Friends. 
Favorite Punjabi and English singer slash rapper. Ooh. Can I do like Punjabi, English, and then rapper? Like a pop singer? Uh, so Punjabi singer, I would say right now Shub. Cause like, yeah, how Shub much does it change? <laughs> it, it's changed from like Karnajla to Shub. Yeah. And like I would say Karnajla and Shub are the main ones. I can put in a little bit of Sudhu in there, but like... You listen those, to a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I listen to a lot. You follow a lot. A lot. Uh, English, like pop, uh, Ariana Grande, because she's also my celebrity crush, but she's like the best. Okay. And then rapper... Ooh, I always say like Drake because that's like normal, but it's obviously it's between Drake and Nav. Drake is like a staple, so like, yeah, everyone says Drake. So it's gonna be Nav. All right, last one. If you weren't supposed to be a soccer player, what would your <laughs> career path be? It doesn't have to be sports; it could be like anything. Yeah. Um. Here's the thing. I always get that question like brought up upon me. Like everyone asks me all the time. I would say I would just be into like school, like studies, because my parents are always always talking about studies and then like being a student athlete but i think yeah i I would say like i'll just be like a you know just study guy i see you as a lawyer i don't know why i played among us with you so much that i feel like (laughs) yeah yeah. i I actually grew up like wanting to be a lawyer because like most of our cousins like most of my friends cousins like some of them are lawyers and it seems pretty cool or accounting yeah (laughs) you know know, like you're athletic and stuff you know and you be lawyers you become an fbi agent (laughs) yeah Yeah, fbi agent would be sick too like a detective yeah last one for me favorite restaurant because you mentioned tacos oh i uh, it doesn't have to be like a mexican restaurant i'm just saying i like i could say like can i say fast food like fast food place like taco bell because obviously tacos (laughs) restaurant that's a hard one i would say like it's a breakfast place, Denny's. I just oh, okay. love Denny's. Yeah, uh, Mucho Burrito is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Mucho, Mucho's good. Mucho's please really sponsor good. us. You'll never find two bigger fans. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Okay. We um, go so much that like the workers know who we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Without these guys, I wouldn't and know. And those workers know. leave, the new workers know who we yeah, are. Yeah, I would yeah. not know what Mucho is without these two guys. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on. Um, The journey. Let's start at the beginning. All right. Like I said, we mentioned your resume. We got to know you a little bit. How'd you get into soccer? At what age? And yeah, just start from there. Uh, it's funny you say that. Um, I actually got forced to play soccer. Uh, they they know that my dad's like frantic about it. So at the age of like three or four, um, my dad put me into like this little soccer academy thing that like you just play with your parents. Sportball. Yeah, sportball. <laughs> I remember that class. Yeah, uh, that's what I got put into. So I was forced into it. Obviously, then I liked it. Obviously, growing up, and they wanted to keep me active. So yeah, at the age of like three or four, I put into sportball, and then. I obviously grew up into like club team, CCB, now Surrey FC, playing at Surrey FC or whatever the CCB, playing in like Punjabi tournaments here at Newton, and then going up, then I went into the Whitecaps at the age of like 13, 12. Quick shout out to Newton Park, because that sound, <laughs> it sounds like the, that's what created you. That's the hub. Yeah, that's Newton Athletic Park is where I literally grew up, I won't lie. Yeah. Uh, you play any other sports? Younger? Yeah. I, and then even I, later on? Yeah, so I started playing basketball at the age of like eight and then obviously played and then played my first year grade eight first year of high school with uh the tamanos team shout out tamanos shout out tamanos. <laughs> uh, tammy yeah i played grade eight we we did pretty good uh you guys were at the games yeah. so obviously we were pretty good yeah i played basketball uh did swimming when i was younger uh did track and field um robert esme was one of my coaches yeah, i yeah. hope he watches this uh Bro, he's uh he's yeah. a gold olympic gold medalist if you guys yeah. are wondering 
I was with you. That's when that's when I could beat Dream in a race. <laughs> I don't know about now. Uh, uh, yeah, those are those are the main ones that basically like helped me through my journey. Um. Okay. So at what point throughout this journey, right now, you made your debut with the White Caps too already. We don't know what the next steps are yet. At what point, like you said, you were forced your way into, but every kid's usually forced into sports. Yeah. At what point did you realize, like, you know what, I could become something in this? At like what age? At what point? When maybe a coach told you, or whatever the case is, that like. You know, maybe not pro level, but maybe even college scholarship, for example. At least get my education free and then maybe move on to either as a player or a coach or whatever in the future. Like, at what point did you realize that? I wouldn't say, like, there was, like, a certain point, but, like, I feel like there's two points that I had. The first one was, like, when I was 10, 9, was when I was playing for uh, my uh, dad's club, Pacific United, when we were playing with, like, one of the best 2006 teams and, like, basically in right? Yeah, we were playing against 2005s and we were winning every game. That 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 team, I had such a big role on it, and then like coaches telling me, oh, that you have such a big future ahead of you. You're a good player. You're playing with O fives, like playing your older. So like that's Heck, pretty you good. You played on his team for a little bit. We'll get into that story later <laughs> on. Yeah. Yeah, like, stay like, tuned for some funny stories we have. But that, yeah. yeah, that team really like helped me develop the next level, especially my coach, uh, Cmac, who is now running Apex. Shout out to him too. But yeah, he was he really helped me develop my game. And then I say the second point is when. U16, U17, when I was playing a year older, when I got moved up to play a year older with the 2005s and U17, when I was a U16, obviously I didn't get selected the first time, and obviously I was devastated this by that. Caps, this is yeah, White Caps. Yeah, White Caps. I was devastated by this, but getting moved to U17 really helped me up my game. Playing with older boys, I stood out, like, no doubt, but, like, I still had to develop. And going into the next year, I was so confident that my team was going to do this. I was so confident in myself that I can go far. So, like, I say those two points really helped me see what points I could get to in right now. Just a quick thing. So, like, you know, growing up, you were, like, you were kind of like a skinny guy, right? Like, yeah. you, weren't, you weren't the biggest dude. So, how, how did playing a year older help with your physicality in the game? It helped me be, like, it helped me become smarter. Like, I had to be smarter the way I play. My IQ had to be really high. Like, being, this is, like, HPL, which is, like, a local league which gets into white cat. Um, one of the coaches, Nathan Erker, who was my coach at Coastal, he he told everyone that my IQ was so high, he would have me start on the team as a center mid against bigger boys. I was playing a year older. And he knew that my IQ was so high that I didn't have to be the physical player. I just had to be the smart player that made a role that, oh, um, I don't have to go into a tackle. I can just take this touch here, take that touch there. So playing with bigger boys just had me be, become smarter. So, so it just came like more like how to like, Avoid it, basically. Yeah, yeah, like, if I went into a 50-50 tackle, obviously I'm getting crunched if it's a big guy. Yeah. But obviously I knew that sometimes I had to go into a 50-50 tackle just because that's how the game works. But, like, I only did those, like, once or twice a game while other guys might go, like, five, six, seven times. You're welcome for getting in the gym. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Omri. He helped me get a little bit bigger. I was, like, what, like, 90 pounds? And then he yeah. got me to 115. Okay. Um, transitioning a little bit, you mentioned early on your dad going to the sport right family support let's start with your parents we already know your dad's side of things right like yeah. we know your dad well enough <laughs> to know that yeah. he was a big reason your mom also she's canadian here but she grew up up in prince george yeah soccer wasn't a big thing in prince george yeah um she obviously is a soccer mom now yeah. considering you have two other siblings <laughs> up in soccer but she's more of a hockey person basketball person how easy was it her to transition to soccer to support soccer or was she like i want either you or one of your siblings Yo, I want a basketball player. I want a hockey player. <laughs> or was it just like, 
yeah, as long as you're happy with soccer, obviously I'm your mom. I'm gonna support that. Yeah. Um, I feel like for her, obviously now that she's getting older, like obviously we're such a big soccer family that she obviously transitioned to it. But growing up in Prince George, hockey was like the biggest sport there. Yeah. My my nana, my uncles, they all played hockey. They loved Wayne hold on, Gretzky. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Mommy. Mommy, sorry. Mommy, yeah, mommy, sorry. I'll say that, yeah. Uh they they loved they loved hockey. They loved Wayne Gretzky, the Oilers. They always would watch hockey. They like literally had they did not know soccer, I won't lie. My mom that knew nothing about soccer before she met my dad. But she had to realize that she she wanted us to be in sports. Obviously, it's funny, I got put into hockey when I was like five, six. First first practice. Yeah, I couldn't play. Didn't like it. <laughs> Didn't like hated ball it. Ball hockey or it was ball hockey. Yeah. yeah, I did a little bit of skating, but like couldn't do it anyway. But yeah, I think it's tough because like I could skate. Yeah. And I could like I suck at hockey, but I could like you know still hold this. Yeah. Stick and, like, you have that respect for like guys like McDavid who yeah. freaking have that. Speed. And those are crazy. Yeah. And those, they're doing both at the same time. And every one, I remember like one skating practice I had, and they were like, oh, you know, it's like the fun practice yeah, last yeah. day, right? And we started playing hockey. Every time I was just got the puck, I just fell to the ground. <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's harder. Like yeah, I can yeah. skate. I can hold a stick. How can you like do how both? Do yeah, yeah, how do you do you like like what the heck? But yeah, like um, my mom, she obviously had to transition. Like she wanted me to play. She also wanted me to play basketball. She also tells my other siblings who are like shout out to my brother who just made Whitecaps. So congratulations to him. But like my sister's growing up playing basketball and soccer. She's trying to transition her to basketball because she wants another player to play sports. But I mean, she wants another player to play basketball and then soccer. But obviously, it's harder for her because we all love soccer. My dad loves soccer. I'm calling it right now. I told your sister this many times. I feel like she's in the basketball. <laughs> I actually I wanted to play basketball, but like, if she's really good at soccer, yeah, play soccer. I mean, like, if you just take it down to like you know just the normal level, right? Like, at the end of the day, like you were gonna play a sport no matter what happens, if you were good or bad at it, right? Because yeah. like, if I was like a parent, right, and had a kid, like I don't care what he does or she does. But I, like one thing I would force on my kid is that you're playing a sport and it doesn't like you don't have to go pro in it. But, like it's just good like for yeah, the mental health, exactly, exercise, yeah. and everything instead of like you know sitting on your ass playing video games. Especially game. like where we live, like it's actually such a big thing. Like parents don't get their kids involved into stuff. They'll be out in the streets. We don't know what doing what. They'll be out doing other things that we don't know. And like like parents have to realize that obviously it's their kid's fault, but really it's their fault too because they didn't get in, involved in things that would keep them busy that's what my parents yeah. always say they keep us busy they'll know that we'll like su successfully grow into people that are like striving having a better future for everyone yeah it's like it's not even about like making pro or like just being good right because like playing a sport or like being a part of a club or anything right obviously for us it's gonna be like more sports heavy yeah right it's like you build skills like communication teamwork exactly, and everything, yeah. right and you're not on your ass like just watching tv all day yeah. right because that's not gonna get you anywhere like, obviously, that's fine when you take breaks and stuff. Yeah. But, like, you know, playing sports, going out, making new friends, you know, exactly, getting exercise, yeah. which is one of the big things. Um, and then, like, exercise also helps with your mental health, too. Yeah, like, like my mom and dad always say, like, if, if, I, don't, if I don't create skill sets for myself, how am I going to strive for the future? How am I going to strive to be a better person? It, how it is the parents' job to put you in different activities. It doesn't have yeah, to be sports. Yeah. It could be music it could be dance whatever exactly, right? yeah whatever you choose to do then eventually pick the one you want to do and then yeah. move on from it but you know obviously parents big support big factor obviously you mentioned your siblings they're playing sports obviously you grow an impression you are the older one yeah so you grow an impression to them 
but the support from like us like the cousins you know my parents are all our other relatives yeah. family friends that support what was it like your grandparents for example pop by just be like going biking to your game yeah. you're not not showing up to the games that support how much more did that motivate you like i could do this I, if i do go on the professional route at that age um and i'm having all these people watching me there's a reason why they're watching me how yeah. much does that motivate you at your game to not only just play better but be like maybe i could do this something in the it's future. yeah it's it's i'm very lucky to have this family beside me at all costs like there's so many things that happens like i'll be guessing getting messages from my pua your guys's mom all the time after game saying love you well done you're doing good getting messages from my nanny saying love you well done good and then especially my cousins who are all older being like the youngest but not out of my siblings but out of the cousins it's like you guys are all like mentors to me telling me what to do telling me this obviously i grew up to be who i am you guys are telling me not to get into trouble not doing stupid things obviously like i'm very lucky to have you guys and like it actually motivates me a lot because without obviously my family i wouldn't be this far i wouldn't have been to be what a Canada national team player be captain which takes on a bigger responsibility for the team so yeah it was funny because uh, you mentioned my mom was messaging you she was in india when she was messaging yeah you. exactly and you know our side of the like your dad's side and my mom's side of the family they're mainly here so when my mom was in india it was my dad's side of the family yeah my dad's side of the family wanted to watch you and they had no clue who you were maybe you met them as like when you went to yeah. india as a young kid but like because i know your dad knows my dad's at the time yeah. a little bit but they were just like watching they wanted my dad's cousins my dad's brother like my chachi i in india wanted to watch you play right they're like what your games were in guatemala so roughly over there obviously they didn't get up at like 2 a.m i'm assuming yeah. but they get up at 5 a.m so first thing to do is just watch your game right then mom yeah. obviously messages you you got that support randomly and then my buddies at work i would be like yeah yo my cousin made the national team and they're watching your games messaging me like yo this guy's actually good <laughs> and i don't i don't know if i actually mentioned this to you before but like random support like that too like how how appeasing is that for you like how do you like, like yeah like i'm lucky that you guys say that like i'm i'm like grateful to have you guys do that because obviously if i didn't have the support by you guys if i didn't have the help by you guys me building a character for myself i wouldn't be able to be who i am i could be some like like cocky bastard i could be some cocky yeah, we gotta humble you like man a, yeah like i could just be <laughs> some guy that's shit to my friends to my family to my teammates and not being who i am like this mentality of mine comes from my family like no doubt it comes from my family being all my cousins getting all from my pua my fufur my nani my nana my tai my tai all of them they always text me supporting me telling me how far i've done they tell me that like yeah if i had a shit game i had a shit game but they tell me to move on they tell me yeah. to move on and it's only one game what's it gonna do like, like not give me something it's obviously just building me for a better better future you know like you know what the best way like, i found to humble you right is like i know you're better than me in soccer <laughs> but there's you're never gonna be me in a wrestling match <laughs> <laughs> that's right? true yeah. i'm gonna take you down every single time <laughs> yeah. um okay so let's go back on the back to the track on the journey again you already mentioned up to the white caps too white caps too you made your debut Can, mixing that journey with the family support we you know me and him were there our other cousin and his um wife were there um our mama yurtaya yeah. were there right a couple of your friends were there a couple of like our cousins friends were there right now two questions first when you did sub one of the 90 whatever minute it was my first question is how the hell how weird did it feel for you to be a sub the whole game because you were never usually a sub for my yeah. life and two when you were to go on even though it was for like a minute um 
you know, there's a clip that I showed it to you that you could hear our cousin yelling your name. Let's go, Jeevan. Yeah. What is? Did you hear that in that moment? How did you feel at that when you did hear it? If you did hear it or afterwards? And then yeah, how well how weird was it being the song? Yeah, it was actually like I felt really weird. Like I feel like I wasn't like unmotivated. I was like like yeah, heavily unmotivated. You were a call up, right? Your yeah. job was probably via song. And I was like the first like I like not academy player, but the first of like. U17, U16, U15 at that time to get a call up and make my debut. But I was on the bench, like, I was warming up all the time, just watching. I was so excited. I heard, like, uh, the Whitecaps fans, White WC2 fans, the drunk ones, right beside us when we were warming up. I'm, like, hearing this. I'm, like, imagine playing in this vicinity and, like, hearing fans like that, having to stand. Obviously, U17 games don't get the best of, like, the biggest Vanny of fans. Yeah, like, like having, like, Vanny, the head coach of the Whitecaps, having you guys was, like, a really good moral support. Especially, like, um, having... It's funny you guys say that, like, our cousin and his wife, they also came to the MLS All-Star Game. So they're big supporters. And you guys being there, obviously, out in the cold, watching me just stay on the bench. You guys just watch me warm up and then get on the 90th minute. Obviously, that's such a big, big thing. But, yeah, getting on that moment was special because it's my first professional debut. These are just, like, as I always say, tiny steps to leading to bigger, bigger steps. And, uh, yeah, like, well, I didn't touch the ball, but I just ran back and forth. Pretty yeah, nice. second game you did. Yeah, second, yeah, second game I got game, a little yeah. clearance. And, uh, yeah, but, yeah, there's obviously still still a lot of improvement um, with uh, WFC2. Uh, after those couple of games, I got hurt, started traveling with U17, and then obviously, yeah, but still a lot of a lot of stuff to go. Um, okay, so now WFC2 is at Canada National Team. How, what was your reaction? Well, obviously you were excited, but. Where were you? What was your reaction when you got the email or call that, hey, you're selected for the national team? What, what was the first thing you did? <laughs> first thing I did was obviously tell my parents. Like, that's that's the biggest thing. I told my parents. Um, obviously, there was there was two camps before uh, the CONCACAF. Um, one camp was in Montreal. One camp was in Mexico. The Montreal one was, like, the first one, so I was really excited for that one. But here's the funny thing. Like, in Montreal, uh, I was in, like, I wasn't, I wouldn't say happy, but I wasn't like, I wasn't the best of the best. Like I wasn't doing my best. I know that for a fact. Cause they had transitioned me from a six, like a CDM, a center mid to a, like a, an eight, like a center mid. I hadn't played eight before that. I was just a six for white caps and I always played that. And they transitioned me. The coach talked to me. He's like, we want you playing eight. We want you to be starting. We want you to be playing. And the final game in Montreal, like a little inter-squad, I like, like, I balled out. Like, I played really good with my other midfielders. I played out really good in the game. And I played as good as an eight. Going into Mexico, played first game against Costa Rica uh, friendly. Um, one of my best games. They literally said I was man of the match on Whitecaps. They said I was a man of the match with the coaches. And then coming to Guatemala, Guatemala, first email. I was really excited. Going to CONCACAF, playing against the best. It's a World Cup qualifier. Yeah, a World Cup qualifier. qualifier. Biggest stage. Playing a lot of games, playing a lot of minutes. I think I was like, lot like I was up there with a lot of minutes. Uh, but yeah, like getting the email, telling my parents, telling you guys, telling family. Obviously, it was really special. It was a really special moment. Uh, I was really happy. Like, uh, obviously, I don't, I didn't cry. I was like, no tears. <laughs> You're not that like, emotional. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was, it was exciting. Like, obviously, I was gone for a month, which was a lot. Like being away from family. I had to get used to that. Like, I got used to it as the time went. But, yeah, it was a special feeling. Um, the, That game, the official clincher to qualify. 
Yeah. Not assist. <laughs> We're we'll try to find a clip to put at the beginning of this pod, or we'll try to put it in at some point. Um, what's going through your head? You're a center mid. Like, you know, you gotta have quick thinking. Was it against Panama? Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That assist. Like, what was going through your head? You you pretty much clinched. That was the game clincher. Yeah. Essentially, that the qualifying clincher. I think the final score was two nothing or two one. Uh, three nothing. Three nothing. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. That was the game winning goal. Yeah. Essentially, and. I remember because I'm at work trying to watch the game on the website and our family group chat, he's a little bit like obviously delayed. I'm on a delay. Yeah, he's yeah. a little ahead and we're trying to figure out where to watch the game. And this dude's like, what a pass my G then. And I'm <laughs> like, you dumbass. We're literally <laughs> behind. Because <laughs> I'm trying to help everybody I, else watch it. I never screamed so loud in my life. You know what, like, because mom and dad were in India, so, like, I was allowed to scream. Yeah. But even if they were here, they were, like, they would probably be Mom and dad were in the stream as well. So yeah, but, but, like, no, I was, like, first of all, the ball was perfect. Like, yeah. absolutely put to a T on the guy's head. If he didn't miss, I would have been, like... That's a white cast teammate, too, right? Yeah, yeah, white cast teammate. And also, that game, like, I remember, it's, like, one of your more, like, as a team, yeah. like, it was one of your, like, dominating performances, right? Like, you oh, yeah. you were able to, like, create chances and put them away with a 3 nothing job. So, yeah, what was going through your head? <laughs> There's a lot going in my head. You didn't even celebrate, to be honest. Oh, sorry. I I will lie. Like I, I'm no, like I don't celebrate a lot. Even with my Whitecaps team, they all tell me, like they're like, why don't you celebrate like this? And then coaches would take me. I remember one of the goalie coaches for Whitecaps. He's like, celebrate, have some fun. You just scored. I always keep a dead face because right. I know the game's not over. The game's never over until that final whistle Kobe blows. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like even coaches would be telling players like, why is he not celebrate? And the players will tell him they're like, he just never celebrates. He doesn't want to. Yeah, like I didn't even celebrate that much because I knew it was only the, like the first goal. Like Puerto Rico, they had beat a team that was supposed to make the semis. That's one of the teams, uh, Costa Rica. Yeah, you guys and, had a bad performance against Haiti. I yeah, remember. that was a that was a bad performance against Haiti. But like Costa Rica was a was like a like would have been a big game for us. Even though we beat them in a friendly, they brought a different team and they were good, looking good. But Puerto Rico, like being in that moment, was special because obviously I didn't get an assist in the, the matches before, and I was close to getting assists. Like I was making passes. I was like what my coach said for Canada. He was like. I was getting the highlights before the highlight happened. Yeah. Like, I was getting passes. I was getting tackles. I was getting this to get get the player an assist. Get the player a dribble and then a, a goal or an assist, right? So, obviously, getting the assist to Kyler, my teammate for Whitecaps, it was pretty sick. Like, it was, like, I was like, what just happened? Like, yeah. I just got an assist. We just got a goal. You're in the moment. You don't yeah, know Yeah, like, like, I was like, damn. Like, everyone's running to the corner. I'm just jogging there, <laughs> high-fiving my center backs. I'm just jogging there lightly because I'm like, what the hell is going on? Um. Okay, so, like I said, World Cup is coming. But before that, you mentioned you balled out a couple of times, right? People didn't know who you were before, right? Yeah. Some names were mentioned on your Canadian team. There are some players in bigger academies in the white. I want to say bigger, but, like, European academies. Yeah. Uh, other MLS academies. What what was it like seeing the support? Not support, but like you got you know Peter Galindo. That's the name I'm gonna bring up because he's the only analyst, except for one more that I saw, really watch the qualifier games. Right, seeing, and I'm you're in the family group chat too. So when I'm copying pasting the tweets, Peter Galindo literally saying, "Jeevan Badwell, what a stud, man, man, man of the match." Jeevan, again, once again, I don't know how he's playing in this you know humidity, um, and altitude. Five like two full games in a row. Yeah. When you see that, you're like. Not always you're not going to be like a bitch about it and be like, well, finally you guys recognize me. But more so like, um, okay, I'm getting that recognition I might deserve now. 
Yeah, like, obviously, that recognition piece, like, I was like, damn, I'm getting a lot of recognition from this guy. Like, who is he? I've never heard of him. Even my teammates on Canada were like, who is this guy? He's a, like, he's a, he's a big, um, yeah, those of you who don't know Peter Galindo, he's like one of the bigger Canadian soccer analysts. Soccer analysts in general, and he's also part of the Canadian national and team now. He also, performance analyst. He also, like, uh, shows up on Hopper and Buff. That's how, like, yeah, that's how I got to know him. Like, the the radio show I listen to a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he covers, like, a lot of the soccer, Canada soccer yeah. stuff. Yeah, see, I, I knew he was part of Canada's Soccer. That's all I knew. I didn't know who he was exactly. But, um, yeah, like, seeing him, like, tweet about me, I was like, damn, wow. Like, this guy, like, he sees what's up. Like, he's he's showing me recognition, obviously. Obviously, it's like, I'm not the only one performing on the field. My teammates, yeah. heavily, they're performing too. But, like, yeah, showing that recognition was, like, really cool. Like, I'd never seen this before for me. My teammates were telling me, like, who is this guy? I Like, the funny thing is, I didn't see it until one of my friends showed me, like, one of my teammates showed me. And he's like, do you know this guy? I'm like, nah, like, uh, I just, I just seen him. And then I see the like, family group chat. I'm like, oh damn, like this is, this is, he's big. And, uh, yeah, like it was, it was really cool seeing that. Like I see like now I'm getting like recognition from other people, uh, like Instagram accounts that are following me. They like text me saying, yeah, Hey, what's up? We want to get you. Like, we just want to show you on this, this, we want to show you on here. We can get a highlight table this. But yeah, finally, like, I'm not finally, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm finally getting the recognition I w- should be getting, but I'm happy to see that I'm getting recognition. You're because, only 17. There's still a long way. Yeah, there's still a long way. Like, I'm, I always say to myself that nothing beats hard work. Yeah. If I keep on working hard, obviously things will start happening. I'll still get recognition, but if I keep on working hard, I'll still make the big, big step. The thing of this is, like, you're finally, like, happy that, like, the work you're putting in is actually finally going finally going towards something right yeah exactly. so like uh there's like okay i feel like i'm on the right path now you know this big analyst you know shouting me out these other analysts are shouting me out and then uh obviously if i just keep going on this path you know eventually it will lead to something so like it gives you that little confidence right exactly yeah like i always say like i know this kind of relates to it but like i'm getting the recognition also because i make sacrifices like there's always like a sacrifice involved like even if it's here in concacaf um it's funny like in CONCACAF, I was just always in my room. I was just, just never, like, doing anything. I was just always in my room chilling. So, you mentioned sacrifices. I was, <laughs> was going to bring that up. Yeah. Not just that. You're missing family events at times. Whether it be, you know, a con box, bars, parties, weddings, whatever. Is there a point in your life, like, I don't want, I want to be a family guy more. Were you, was it always like, yeah, I'm still strictly soccer, but you do miss those. But... I am locked in and I know what the end goal is or are you, was there points in your life where like early on, obviously you're still young, that you're like, uh, no, I, I kind of just want to play for fun and go to these events type of thing. I was, I, I would say like strictly I'm locked in. Like obviously I miss, I've missed a lot in my career. Like I've missed so much, but like going up, I realized that like this mentality of having sacrifices is such a big thing. Like athletes now, they know like the sacrifices they make that, they're they're making sacrifices what for themselves but really for their family too like the family will like you guys understand everyone understands in my family that i'm making the sacrifice for a reason no one ever gets mad at me for like missing it for soccer obviously if i miss it for a different occasion they'll get a little bit mad at me because like why am i doing that but yeah like the sacrifices that i make have a benefit like um like i was just talking about being in Concacaf. uh I was always in my room. Teammates were always telling me, why don't you come out? Like, why don't you go chill in the player lounge? We had a player lounge, play FIFA and all that. We had soccer tennis. Why don't you play soccer tennis with each other? I'm always telling them that 
the next day, like we would have a training session, then a game, maybe a rest day, training session game. I'm telling that I'm just resting. I just want to chill out. I just want to have relax. I want to take a visual break of what's going on in my games so that the next day I can perform. CONCACAF was so tight scheduled that like, I didn't have that much time to go play FIFA. I didn't like want to go play FIFA because it'd waste my time. Still had to do a lot of homework for school because I was missing so much school. Text family, FaceTime my mom and dad, FaceTime my friends. I still had more important things than just to go play with my teammates and all that. The thing with like FIFA and like soccer tennis is like when you're playing on that type of schedule, it's like it's kind of like a NBA or NFL playoff schedule where you're playing like every other day, right? Exactly. Yeah. So like we're playing like because Concacaf that's obviously big moment right intense games and all that stuff do you feel like okay i just need this day or this amount of time whatever like few hours just to get away from the game and just, just take a break and relax right yeah like I, exactly like, I, I need a break because like i can't just like stay on the screen or like i can't just like go hang out all the time i just need my like myself like rest like seeing athletes in the future they get these like interviews they get to go out they got to see they got to sign autographs Seeing that, like, obviously I'm not there yet. I'm not at that stage, but I'm I'm trying to like make a point that like my, my mentality is still like I have to take my own break. I need to rest enough to play the next game, play the next training, perform the best to my ability because my rest still benefits me. Okay, so let's transition a little bit, sticking slightly to the journey because we obviously want to get the funny stories in here too. <laughs> um, not right now, but younger self, like around ten. To 12 years old, you went got selected to play in Europe. Some of these European clubs, right? Wolverhampton, Sheffield, yeah. Wednesday. Your soccer team at the time also went to Holland, right? At the Netherlands, you were at Pinewood, right? Yeah, yeah. So at, over at Rotterdam, what's some big differences you see from? And I'm not talking about the Whitecaps level. I'm talking about like when you were at, at that age, at like the 10, 12 year, year age, playing, uh, getting coached here compared to getting coached and training in Europe. Oh, it's like, it's different, man. Like, it's really different. Like, seeing seeing the development, seeing the system here compared to, like, Europe, it's, you can see why, I'm not saying European players are way better than, like, North American players, but why they develop to be professional players, why they develop to be one of the best of the best. If you compare, like, obviously even compare the U.S. national team, the Canada national team to, like, like, if you saw them in the World Cup, you would see, like, the development, like, all that, right? But they're still good. Don't get me wrong. U.S. and Canada, they're still, they're on the upcoming Yeah, there's rise. a reason why guys like Alfonso Davies, Christian Pulisic, Gio Reyna, Jonathan David go to Europe to play. Because that's yeah. the best leagues in the world, right? Exactly. Messi like, came from South America, you know, Neymar. So, obviously, there's something that's, like, I've heard other, you know, people that we know mutually, other coaches that played in Europe. They're like, yeah, it's like school there for them. Yeah. Like, soccer or football. It's, it's cool for them there. Compared to here, it's more, it starts with a hobby, but yes, you still have those yeah. trainings and programs to get you better, to yeah, get like, you to that level. Like here, they also like initiate student athlete more than just an athlete. Like, like student athlete is such a big thing. They put the student before, yeah, right? Yeah, like, like it should be, I know it shouldn't be athlete student, or actually it could be like that, just athlete student, but mostly for them, it's just athlete, like a soccer player, football player. Yeah, like going to those like camps, like the Wolverhampton camp, Sheffield camp, with teammates or like what we saw, like that finer one, the coaching is so much different. Like, like seeing teams, seeing players, seeing everyone, they, they, uh, me personally, like getting coached from different coaches, 
see why players develop so much better. So you mentioned different coaches. You had different coaches. You started off with your dad, right? <laughs> and another parent coach. You went to, like you said, you mentioned CMAC. There's other coaches, you know, along the line, your current trainer here, your Whitecaps coaches or HPL coaches and your European coaches. How much is it like, okay, do I just try my best to the best of what these guys say? Or is it like sometimes, you know, you have 30 people telling you different things. How do you yeah. manage that? Because what if, you know, your first training coach, let's say CMAC, for example, said you do this thing. Then you go to HPL, the coach is like, no, screw whatever that was. You have to learn this. Okay, you go to Europe. Now they're like, screw whatever he says, you do this. How do you manage what bits and pieces to take? Or do you just, you just get coached, you just try to learn whatever you can and then take the best. You depict what's the best of that system because like can the national team system might be different from your white cap system. Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. So how do you balance that out with learning from all these different coaches from Europe and from here? Yeah, like that's such a, that's such a big thing for players. That's, I think that's like the biggest thing or biggest like learning point that players need to understand is that a coach is different. Like, every coach is going to be different. No coach will ever coach the same. They'll have different structures, different abilities. But for me, um, going from, like, the young age to, like, HPL, from CMAC to Nathan Erker, who was my coach at Coastal HPL, they had different, like, abilities, different uh, positive, different negatives, obviously. But obviously, whatever I took from CMAC going to Nathan, I think that point, like, I'm still young, they're trying to develop the same for me. Like they didn't have different point of views. They had different learning points. They didn't like, they didn't cancel each other out when I was with yeah. Nathan. They didn't cancel out what I would do. They just wanted to see like my best ability. They want me to structure for my best to go to white cap. A good coach always wants to learn as well. Yeah. You can't have like, if a coach is like, nah, I'm right. Fuck that guy, whatever he's saying, yeah. right? You don't want that either. Yeah. So like, I know CMAC personally, too, and he there's a reason why he went to Holland. That was the team he went yeah. with, and he wanted to learn himself, right? So, each coach has his own philosophy, like, but he also matters on the roster. When I used to coach this idiot over here, um, the, um, one thing I learned was when he, when uh, they, uh, we hired a training coach for him, I learned that, okay, even though my philosophy is I want to play more attacking, but then the roster I have doesn't do that, yeah. right, with his team. And when we have the training coach, that's what I learned. I'm like, you got to depend, and plus it depends on the team you play. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, yeah. if you're playing a better team, you have to acknowledge you're playing a better team. Maybe you go counterattacking defensive mode. Maybe you transition it to an offensive mode when you're playing a weaker team, right? So, it all depends on that sense as well. There's a lot of, um, like, transition period. Like, not transition, but, like, you got to, a coach is willing to learn. It's yeah. Like, Sometimes it, it just depends on, like, how you coach. Like, is your focus on, like, developing each player and that's how you get better as a team or is it like just making adjustments to your style right because uh there's these systems where like you want a system like with the system you put in place right may like okay you know that system the best that's why you're gonna teach it yeah but then there's also these systems where like if i put this system in play eight out of eleven players on the pitch excel in the system so like it's just a adjustment period for yourself as a coach as well yeah like I respect, like, I obviously respect all my coaches I had. Like, the one that I respect the most for my development, or, like, the two coaches I just mentioned, is C-Mac and Nathan. Exa like, C-Mac developed me into a player individually. Nathan developed me into a player being a team player and, like, kind of individually. But he developed me into, like, a physical nature, the IQ nature. C-Mac developed, uh, developed my technical ability. That really improved me. See, like, the different coaches, different aspects. And then... They improved me to go into Whitecaps. 
And then in the white caps, it's a system of getting different coaches in different age groups. Like U15, I had a different coach. There's different coaches, like even in within the first team in general. Yeah. A goalkeeper coach, a defensive coach. Exactly, yeah. An attacking coach, a set piece coach. Yeah. Right? So that point is obviously a little bit different. Yeah, that that's different. But like U15, I had a coach. For one year, I had a, obviously this was COVID years. I had a coach. Then in U16, I switched to a different coach. Those, those that year, like I realized what it, like what it takes to to learn different play styles, learn a structure, learn a building system for my team. And that's when I realized like I won't be able to do what I did with one coach that I did with the other coach. But what I do is obviously I build from what I learned from that first coach, take it into the next coach, and then whatever I got from the first coach, I learned from the second coach too. And just build whatever my attributes are. If I'm really good at this attribute, obviously I'll learn the other attribute. But that's the same thing as a coach. If I'm really good at with this coach with one attribute, and really shit with this coach with another attribute, I'll learn that attribute and take in what I learned from the other coach with this coach. And like this also ties in with Canada and Whitecaps. Like you're saying, with Canada, it's a way different system than I play with Whitecaps. Um, when I was in Montreal, switching from six to an eight it was really hard for me. Like, I was like, what am I doing? What is this? This is new for me. With Whitecaps, I was a six. I was just doing what I need to do. But I realized that whatever it takes to become the starter, become that player that helps the team become a full 90 player, I need to do what I need to do with that coach. I need to do what I need to do for the team. So realizing that really helped my mentality become stronger, as in learning from one coach to another, and learning from a team to a team, a different coach with their system. It's funny because, like, not to your level, obviously, when I used to coach this guy, I would put him center mid, I put him outside mid, like, what, 20 minutes later, and I put him back center mid because it depends on the subs I have. I remember watching those games. Like, <laughs> this guy's like, bro, by the time I get used to it, you change me back. And I'm like, well, now it's not just him I do it too. There's other players on the team that I know can defend from, can go right back to left mid or whatever, right? It's just like, but you do need an adjusting period. You, it sucks. You also got to learn it. Yeah. Like you need to learn multiple positions, but learn how to adapt that way. Too. Yeah, like watching his games, like obviously as a player, like Joven, for example, or like me, for example, if you're a player that can play different positions, you're you're 100% like one of the coaches that like he can trust you. Yeah. He can rely on you. Yeah. Because like... Better being. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like he's helping you improve because... <laughs> Obviously, if I can play six, eight, going um, uh, when I was playing a year older with the O5s with Whitecaps, I was a center back, center, center back. Uh, like, not, not a lot of people mention this, but being playing a center, center back with older kids, is it's really hard. Like, it's it's different. So center, center back meaning five, the th- like three, the three, three in the back. back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, like, growing up, like, were you used to more, like, four back formations? Uh, yeah, yeah, like... Or did you, like, get mixed up? It's it's funny, like, I grew up with four back. Like, trust me, like, when I watched football on TV, going up, I was like, four back is the way. I didn't even hear, hear about three back until, like, FIFA. Don't lie. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear about three back until FIFA. And then when people started playing three back in, like, white caps, I was like, okay, it's not that bad, but I have to learn this. I have to take it in. Canada, three back. I have to learn that. So, like, learning three back, learning four back, that's just, like, structures for coaches. Like, yeah. it was harder for me. But... It's it's also like just a mentality part. You gotta have a strong mental point, yeah. And you gotta take in, you gotta soak in all the info and just just play, like just play with it. If you're if you're struggling, obviously a coach will realize. He'll talk to you. 
if he needs to take you off, he needs to take you off. But that's how that's how reality is. You have to learn, you have to go, and you have to grow. Yeah. Okay. So we have two more things before we get into the last topic. Before we get into actually the fun stuff. So, um, COVID. You mentioned it. What was your original thoughts of COVID? Were you like, well, screw this. Why it's ruining my ability to train? Or were you like me? Because my thinking of COVID, not the longevity of it. The longevity of it was long for yeah. sure. But for me, it's like it was a good breather for a month. This is it. And obviously, after a month, because it sucks, because his team finally, finally made provincials or sorry, coastal cup, coastal cup to the regionals, to then provincials, got postponed. So that part pisses me off because you yeah, know no. obviously coaching it, the, the coach, the players I coached him and along with the other guys, and I missed it. But I'm talking about outside of that, that factor. For me, it was like. It was a good breather for a month. Like everybody's home. Yeah. You get to chill out. Yeah. We, we live in the same area, so we are able to go to each other's houses a little bit. But or were you like, no, I, I need to train. I have the itch to train. I think I was the same as you. Like I wouldn't say the first month. I'll say the first like two months, two and a half months, because like it's like oh, I get to play video games all day. I get to do. I just get to stay in my home and just do this. I get to like obviously I didn't have the house to myself. I had like my siblings, everybody's my parents, home. yeah, everyone's, yeah, everyone's home. home. But I was like. I get my room, I get the gaming room, that's it. That's all I needed to do. But then after the first two months, I was I understood like I'm pissed. I didn't get to play. I had a backyard obviously I could play there. And I was doing like little sessions with white caps online, like helping out with uh, the younger ages. But like realizing it, I was like, damn, I really missed a lot. And it's funny, like that year was my U fifteen year with White Caps, and we actually start off the league. Like we go into the MLS next. Because then it goes from U15 to U16. U16, you just play local. So technically, we're supposed to get two years in MLS next. We only got one year because of U17. But I got lucky too. I got moved up. But realizing it, like, COVID also did help me. Um, How do I say this? Help me necessarily, like, develop into the sport too. Because I realized, like, in that U15 year, I was more like a timid player. I was still like a like a six, but I was more like, I wasn't taking risks. I realized watching games back, I realized coaches talking to me that I need to take more risks. Coming back into that U16 season, I I started hitting long balls. Let's say this is an example. U15 year, I didn't hit a single long ball. I was scared. I was like, like what the hell is going to go on? But that COVID year, I practiced because when we finally go into fields and like, we could finally kind of go out, but like I went to fields. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Uh, yeah, who cares? I finally started hitting long balls, and it got me better. But obviously, I wasn't happy that COVID took off my U15 year, took off me, my like my my team playing. But it was like just COVID happened. It happens. The world went through a situation. Last thing about the journey before we get into the next topic here quickly. You mentioned basketball. You played up to grade eight. Obviously, most people don't know. Whitecaps have their own school, yeah. So you can't really do anything other else but school, soccer, repeat, or home, sleep, repeat, yeah. Thing, right? Was there a point when you were playing basketball, like maybe I'm like basketball more? I want to give basketball try because you're a good basketball player, yeah. Right? We know that we play it all the time. Um, was there a point where you're like, maybe I want, I don't want soccer, might not be it, or where and I want to try basketball and. Or was it always soccer, basketball was just there for a breather sport type thing? Yeah. And on, you'll know you'll always play with us or cousins or friends or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but you, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, 
I wouldn't necessarily say that like I would have chose basketball, obviously, and I wasn't changing my mindset of choosing basketball. But funny thing is, like in grade eight, playing with my basketball team, my tatami team, playing with club team, Showtime, uh, I was like enjoying it a lot. I won't lie, I was enjoying it a lot, a whole lot. Like it's funny, like that year was really like it was the busiest time of my life. Like my story, like there, like high school, whatever, whatever it was. I'd go with Joven. <laughs> go to Joven. I'd wake up at like seven thirty, leave school for eight twenty. After school, have basketball practice from like, and uh, from like three to four thirty. Five o'clock, my mom picks me up, and picks up my uh, my friend. We drive to uh, SFU play soccer with my Whitecaps team, pre-residency team. This is when I could play basketball. After residency, residency, come home, it's like 10 o'clock at night, gotta go to sleep. At that point, I was like, damn, this is hard. I can't choose basketball. I can't choose soccer. I gotta choose one. I can't choose the same one. I was like, basketball as a sport in BC is big, but like, it's not that big that like, I'll be able to go to different places and actually pursue the NBA. You started a little late. Yeah, I started well. really late too. And to get picked up in college is a little tough here. Really you have to go like prep schools because my grad year, this guy named Sokjo Bain who's the best player in BC, he did end up going to Div 1 for a bit, right? Yeah. And then there's no guarantee after like, you go pro overseas. Yeah. So same thing as soccer. Like, everybody knows yeah. what the NBA is, but there are other pro leagues, right? The Canadian League, for example. Um, there's, you know, Miguel Tom League. Yeah, that's another, another example. Big name, He's yeah. playing Div 1. But these guys have probably been playing for a younger age, whereas you're like, okay, well, I'm not gonna just punch soccer away from the sport I started at age three. Yeah. Just because I've got a new love, it could be um, just a temporary thing. But maybe you just like, oh no, uh, soccer. Yeah, like, done. like seeing Jovens here, like those great twelves and everything, like watching them play. I was like, yeah, these guys are good. I'm like, no doubt, these guys are really good. But then I'm realizing, like, how far will they actually really go? Like, they could be the best of the best. Like, uh, grade 12 that year, who's, like... I don't know who's really good. They're, I don't know what... It just depends on, like, also what your goal is, right? Like, yeah. maybe your soccer uh, your soccer goal was not to go pro. It was just to get a college scholarship. Yeah. Maybe basketball could have gotten you a college scholarship, college scholarship as well. But if your goals were to maybe, okay, try to go pro, maybe that motivated you, then maybe soccer was the best because that's what you've been doing as a kid. Yeah, so. like, like, talking to players in the MLS next or, like, the my teammates some people just want to pursue like a full ride to a good college get a good degree and get a good job they're using soccer as which is not nothing wrong with as a yeah, scholarship yeah that. there's nothing wrong with that i fully support that i fully support their demand because their dreams are different from mine we know people locally who did that, yeah that, right? there's a like, lot of people yeah so and like even if even if they know like maybe they know that soccer or football is not their their future, their lot, like long life dream, they know that soccer will still help them pursue what they really want to yeah, do. Yeah, college is expensive. Now. Yeah, like we'll tell you that. Expensive, yeah, bro. college but, is really expensive. But okay, so like I said, you obviously ended up sticking with soccer. And was it how much do you miss the competitive aspect, or are you just like, and I played ball with these guys anyways. It's not that big of a deal, but or do you miss like the competitive? environment like the high school championship game oh i i definitely miss it like me and my friends we talk about lec on uh provincial championship is the best night of my life i won't lie the amount of people there and watching a game that's actually really good is sick like this year was uh 
like the 4A championship wasn't the best. It was a uh, Fleety versus Semi. Semi obviously dominated, but the 3A champ, oh my god, what a game. Like yeah. realizing like how like it's basically most of BC, I won't lie. Yeah, it is. Like if if I was still playing, I wish cuz my Tammy team's like excelling. They're doing really good. They made provincials. Obviously didn't go far, but this is their last year grade 12. If I was playing, I would hope that we would make championship and play in the vicinity that there is. It'd be pretty sick, but Obviously, I had to make the sacrifice of only playing soccer, and then that's my dream. Yeah, that one point I would say for like basketball compared to soccer is basketball, like, there's only one known league, right? Which is the NBA. With soccer, you still got like, you know, EPL, La Liga, Liga, Serie yeah, A, MLS. MLS is getting up, the Saudi Pro League. Yeah, like, right? also, like, like you mentioned that, like, we know the NBA is like the big thing, but like, Underneath the NBA, people won't know it. Like people, like, unless exactly, you're coming into the NBA, like Luka Doncic. Yeah, like Luka Doncic, yeah. but he was still doing like goals and whatever he was, Spain or something. Like, Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah, there you go. The basketball uh, team. Okay, let's move on. I was gonna say something, but I forgot. <laughs> uh, if I remember, I'll come back to it. Role model. Um, you mentioned on your Whitecaps Twitter videos, Instagram videos, with you know their Sarita Patel, right? Um, whoever else behind the scenes there that you know because you were the only main like only Punjab guy there right was mean? at that at this point at where White Knives uh yeah there's because a there's... you were the voice of the Visaki Knight that's what I'm saying no no there was like one more okay but you were one of the voices yeah, of the Visaki yeah, yeah, yeah. Knight and you've mentioned that you want to be a role model to young Punjabi kids especially right you have two younger siblings yourself right and why do you want to be a role model? Because there are, because we mentioned in our journey podcast, by the way, check that out, um, that we want to be a role model to people that want to do non-traditional stuff. Even, yeah. But even in general, like whatever you pursue, live with it. And we're like, okay, we want to show you that, like, listen, two Punjabi guys with, you know, fogs on, on fogs on and stuff. Like, so I'm still learning. <laughs> I'll get there one day, hopefully. Uh, two Sardars can succeed in the sports side of things right? this is why we're doing a sports podcast yeah. even like non-sports like even though you are an athlete maybe we bring on other people um you yourself saying that i want to show these younger kids that they can play whatever sport they choose it doesn't have to be soccer but you have some some celebrities not just athletes say that it's not like well that's not my job to raise your kid for example which i agree with yeah but they don't want to be a role model so why do you want to be a role model and do you think it's like okay well if you are going to be a public figure you kind of have you signed up for that job that's yeah like it's it's such a big thing in Surrey for especially the South Asian community or like Punjabis in general that they 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 make it so far that something happens, something stupid they do. Me being a role model, so especially this podcast right now, if people are watching it, and I hope they do, like younger generation, if they watch it and they take in what I say, being a role model for them, they'll realize what it takes to be a soccer player, a athlete, a student athlete. Um what happens to Punjabis in general in this area in Surrey, what happens to them in the future because of things they've done or other people have done. Being a role model for like my siblings is is like such a big thing because they're looking up to me. They're they're taking the steps that I'm taking and they have to see what what it takes to be an athlete. Obviously like my parents will there to be help they'll be helping, but they're already older. They're 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 good like they're teaching us they're doing work they're busy 
me i'm showing them what it actually takes to do that yeah like you're also showing not just them but like anyone else watching yeah. their teammates for example like you don't need to go on like a stupid route you could Punjabi athletes can do sports media for example or media in general or you know acting singing whatever yeah athlete right so it's like whatever you're passionate passionate about right it's not like you exactly. could do it it's generally like it's just a matter of working being and consistent and being patient there, and the biggest thing i would say for that is mentality there, mentality is always the biggest thing there are other punjabi athletes like you're yeah. up and coming arshki baines is a you know on the office for canucks pursuing to be a Vancouver, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays guy. Uh, oh well, he's up in Jobby, but another he's uh, South, Indian, Asia. South Asian, Asian Arjun right? Namala, yeah. right? We mentioned him earlier in one of our other podcast episodes. We do, um, um Bizla, boxing, good one, right? Yeah. He um, stepped up into the what was it Madison Square Garden? Madison Square Garden Obviously, yeah. he lost, but he's That's stepping his game up, for, right? Like especially us, yeah, yeah. And then you know, Jar Kara's already in the NHL, yeah. Right? For example, Robin Bawa back in the day, so. My question to you now is, and then you can answer it too, how much Punjabi people, Indian in general, but Punjabi, because we are in Surrey, so it is heavily Punjabi-based, um, how much talent do you see here that like that is going to waste? Slash, can you, you see the potential to become where you are right now? I would say like, there's a, like, there's a lot. There's way too much. In any much. sport, not just soccer. Yeah, like, not even soccer, like, Obviously, I'm always in the soccer community. I see a lot of potential being wasted. A lot. But you of, played like, high school basketball. And yeah, like stuff basketball, there. especially too, because the high school. When I was seeing high school basketball, hearing stories, hearing past, uh, past things that happen, seeing people have a crazy downfall because of what they've done, it's crazy to me seeing it. Obviously, I'm trying to step up and be like, yes, it's hard, but. It's not a route that you cannot take. Even if you're not Punjabi, there's a reason why LeBron is LeBron. There's a reason why Kobe was Kobe. There's a reason why McDavid's McDavid, Messi's yeah, Messi, right? Exactly. It's not because they're like some non-Punjabi people. They are doing something in their life. It just depends on... Yes, everybody has their own preference, for sure. Like maybe one day you're like, you know what? Maybe uh, soccer might not be it mentally. Because it, it is still a mental battle, yeah. right? For us, maybe... We're doing this right now. We think it's a good idea and we love it as the more we're getting into this and learning this process. But maybe four years down the line, we're like, eh, maybe not. Right. Yeah. Shit happens. Obviously, you want to pick your um, career path sooner than later. But yeah, so it's like, but in terms of the sports side of things, like I've seen, you know, you even, for example, you are the soccer player. You're a gen genuine general athlete I've seen. You pick up baseball like this, like yeah, bro, like opposite f- hitting field. You've never really played baseball. No, no, sorry, you never played ba- baseball competitively. Yeah, it's just us. Like I mean, we and him are like the biggest baseball fans outside of your dad too, and um, and our family. But football, same thing. Like you're running routes, and not, it helps that you're in shape. Too, yeah, but like there are many talents that people want to do. Like in baseball, for example, you don't usually see it. You just mentioned Arjun Amala for the Blue Jays, right? Um, Samrat Singh is another guy. He doesn't play anymore, but he played college baseball. Sardar, Warapak, everything for Boston wow, College. I didn't know that. This was like a couple of years ago. Wow. And, you know, wrestlers, we mentioned, like the Sahura brothers. Yeah. yeah. Um, we mentioned Benit Bizla. We mentioned um, Sokjo Baines, right? We mentioned now yourself in soccer. So the, there is the talent. It's just like, put yourself out there. Can you find the right connections? And yeah, like that's what it is, right? Yeah, like it's, 
those like those guys are like obviously worldwide and everything. In Surrey, I feel like it's just a big thing of mentality and big thing of the person themselves. It's never like their route that like people will really screw them up. Yes, you see that time to time, but a person themselves, like their talent will be wasted because of them. The thing, the thing is like everyone has their own story, right? Like is it, it doesn't even matter if you're like, you know, you're black, white, Punjabi, whatever you are, right? Like there's also situations everyone faces their own challenges, right? For someone like you, you might face a different challenge or like, you know, you're, you're only the Punjabi guy or you might not make it or whatever, like you're, you're fighting through that, right? Yeah. And there's other people, like, one story that pops up to mind is, like, Jimmy Butler. The fact that, like, he was homeless, like... Exactly, yeah. Age of 12 or something like that, right? Yeah. And then he went Juco, then he went day three, then he went, like, more camp. Like, he, he was, like, what? He was on the streets and he got picked up by, like, a random family? Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, obviously you watch Blindside, Michael Horror yeah. story. That's and another one that recently came out, obviously, from soccer terms, Dele Ali. Yeah, that was... See, like, even watching that... I was about to tear up. I won't lie. Because yeah. his story, him being one of the best youngsters at his time and then seeing his career fall off, obviously, we didn't know his side of the story. We were like, oh, this guy just fell off because he couldn't keep up. He couldn't... That's like another thing. He couldn't go from coach to coach. He couldn't go from whoever... Potocino to Mourinho. He couldn't go from Mourinho to whatever team he was playing on after that. But then seeing his story and realizing why it happened, I'm like... I'm not saying I'm fortunate... But I'm saying, like, I'm lucky that I'm growing up to to have a family yeah. like this, have a family, have coaches, have mentors like this. Because there's people on the streets, like, look at Ronaldo, Messi, these guys. Obviously, they didn't grow up wealthy. They didn't grow up with the best of the soccer ball. They didn't grow up with Shimpaz. They didn't grow up with this. But they, they fully understood what it took to be a player. That's why I respect Ronaldo so much. This is why I'll never say that Ronaldo... I obviously say that Messi's better because he's one of my, like favorite players and I think talentedly he's gifted but I'll never say that Ronaldo is never not a top two player sticking to the Punjabi side of things because that's obviously that's our culture it's just the stigma of like for example your dad put you in sports your mom and dad supported you from the beginning right for us I'm not saying our mom and dad they 100% support what we're doing right now but growing up not just us every Punjabi people uh, person uh, Punjabi person you see on podcasts where other examples are like lawyer engineer doctor <laughs> exactly <Pick> one right <laughs> so yeah. it's like okay then you that's why like us starting this we know like you your brother your sister you know are like why the hell are you guys not starting a podcast you guys know so much more than sports than anyone i know everything right you mentioned that you guys were like our other cousin for example was saying it too and obviously at one point i got frustrated like i said we're not gonna get too much into that because it's on the journey podcast yeah. episode but you know, for me, it was like, I'm scared to tell mom and dad, like, what the hell, is, what, what are they going to say? Like, exactly. We yeah. understand, like, our parents, like, especially, you know, I know your mom's Canadian, but your dad's Indian born. For us, our parents are born in India. They sacrificed, you know, their lives from India to give us a better life here. So we're like, we need to owe it to them. But it's easy to just have a conversation with your parents or your loved ones that like, hey, I'm not happy doing this. I could see a path as long as we work our ass off on it. That's what matters. Yeah. So the same thing with an athlete, like, listen. Uh, like for you, like imagine if your dad was like, "No, you have to be a doctor." Like you're, after, it, you wouldn't be sitting here. Right? I wouldn't be sitting here right now. I wouldn't be traveling every day. You know where I would be? I would be at home right now studying, <laughs> yeah, for right. sure. And like you say that, like your parents, like you're scared, right? I think we're very fortunate that our families are really. Close. People will be surprised when you just have a conversation because when I told mom, right, and I'm gonna briefly summarize it. 
She was like, yep, I'm, I'm on board. Like, people, like, we, I was scared. He was scared that mom's going to be like, no. Dad's going to be like, no. Like, you did all this school for a reason, right? Yeah. But, no, they were on board with it, and we're lucky to it. Now, I understand every family's different, but just have a conversation. That's yeah, all it is. And I feel like, 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 like I just said, um, our families, we're so lucky that our families goes, and my dad will fully support you guys, too. Yeah. My dad, like, the first time my dad told me, you guys even tell me, my dad told me, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool because you guys know so much sports and we told you all the time. You guys know so much sports. Put it to use. Do this. Yeah, yeah right? it's like, it's just not, not even just our families. Put that to the side. It's just like the Punjabi stigma of like, exactly, what are people yeah. going to say, right? Yeah, like right that's, it, that's a big factor that we need to fix as a culture itself. And I'm not saying like um, us, I'm saying future generations, past generations, right? Our generation. It's just like, we need to put the stigma. Every podcast I listen to, hours before midnight, that's, this is where I heard it. Like, their grandpa literally said, no one's going to give a shit what you do at 80 years old. Like, you're 80 years old. You don't want to look back at your life and be like, what could have been? You yeah. want to put that into use. And that's why we just got into the it. The thing right? is, like, you know, it's like a reputation, right? What they call it? Like, when they see Punjabi movies, like, maybe is it the or something like that, right? Um, the thing with this is, like, if your parents are cool, like, you just got to have the talk, right? Like, nobody's, like, you shouldn't give a shit, like, what, um, your other uh, auntie, uncle, random saying, right? Random persons. I honestly, personally, like, if, like, we were always in this thing, like, you know, mom and dad are on board, we don't really care what any other relative says either, right? Because if they're on board, we're doing mom, this. No moms what. are biggest cheerleader. <laughs> She's, like, telling us every time we have a subscriber up yeah. and everything. Yeah, so. like, I see that all the time. When we're playing video games, she just comes into the room, like, new, su- new subscriber, new subscriber. I'm like, yeah. Damn, okay. Yeah. But like, it's funny, like, it's the biggest stigma in the Punjabi culture. I always, like, growing up, especially in the soccer community, obviously I can't talk about all the other sports, but in the soccer community, the things that I heard from parents and kids who were my teammates, who were like teammates of teammates, who were friends, who were watching, I'm like, what? Like, obviously I didn't grow up with this. I'm lucky to have parents. I'm lucky to have a family like that. But going up, like, going up to hear what other players say, like, other kids or other parents say i'm like damn like like i i, I the, the main thing of the stigma like the main thing that i always hear and it like i'm gonna grow up to be if i'm gonna be a parent i'm always gonna like i'm always gonna do this for my kid but parents never did for their kid is drive their kid even that's oh, the okay. that's the yeah, biggest yeah, yeah. thing and it kills me like it actually kills me like if your kid is pursuing a sport and you put them into that sport, or let's say even like the medical thing, engineer thing, if your kid needs to go a ride and your parent doesn't want to give you it, you're like, your parent's telling you to go get a ride with your yeah. friend. Go get you're a talking, ride with... You're talking to the guy that literally did that. <laughs> yeah. Picking up players. Yeah, just like... Just clear up. This is like parents want, right? Like there's obviously some situations where generally parents can't like drive their kid yeah. because they have to like work or something like that. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, don't get if me that, wrong. Yeah, if your parents, if your parents can't drive you because like there's a special reason, like your parents are working late and like... Yeah, there, there are some less yeah, fortunate they are, yeah, yeah. they are some like that, but like to your point, like parents not wanting to drive you, that's... There's difference. That's, that's there's a difference between parents right? like not doing that, like they're working and not just giving a shit. Yeah, like, like if you just want to yeah. go play, I, would I ain't know, gonna take you. Yeah. Call your coach. Call I would know parents that are just sitting at home watching drama, not taking their... Their kids just waiting on the front porch. Like, we gave a lot of rides. My parents would always... They show up to every practice, every game, yeah. and I love my parents for that. And if they can't, they'll send one of us. They'll, yeah, they'll send yeah. one of you guys. They will never send one of our friends unless we're really close, but yeah, they'll always yeah. send a family member to come watch the game. 
and they will show up to every game no matter what. My dad will take off time work. He doesn't yeah. care. He did come. That for you too. Yeah, like yeah. exactly. But if you're a kid, if you're a parent that just lets your kid go off with another family member, like not family member, just a teammate that you don't even know, and you're just watching at home while your kid's game's going on, and he might be the most talented player you've ever seen. Like, come on. How last, is- what, yeah, so the last thing I want to get into, like, just to piggyback off that is, um, even if they are in that space, like, let's just go to the opposite now. They are taking you, they are fully invested. The parent that is being... They're just forcing their kid to, let's just say you don't even want to play soccer. Your dad's just like, your dad is trying to live, let's just say his dream through you. Now that's not a good thing either because you don't want to like, let's just say you are playing soccer and all of a sudden, you know, you trip and fall. You miss a shot. It's like, you get it with the car and it's like, there's a difference between saying like, okay, this is where you messed up. I need you to play better this. And there's like, what what are you doing? What the hell is this? What is like, like, you're making me look bad type of shit. Like. Th- that there's a difference if you're gonna do that. If you want your kid to be an athlete, make sure they wanna be an athlete type of thing. Yeah, yeah it's right? like so, you know, like you get in the car, say like you're a goalie, like Alright, can they go daddy be mata take do save gita? I mean like one to save, right? <laughs> yeah. Or like no, not me not want to save, like I know that's save gita, ek rata. That's exactly like studies too. Like, yeah. oh, 99%. straight A, straight A, straight A, straight A, straight A, math, B minus. How'd you get that B minus? Yeah. This is why you need to get that, you need to get that shit PS4 out of here. Like, yeah. like, so, it's a pressure, right? Like, yeah. As a kid, like, obviously, you know, we're joking around about it. But like, as a kid, like, when you have someone on your ass constantly, like, obviously, you need that. To be better yeah but no, there's sure. obviously like you know there's in life too much of everything you need you know, to balance up something right yeah, you need too, to balance it away yeah like too exactly much. yeah if it could consume too much of one thing it's gonna fuck it up eventually so like because at that point it, it becomes like a pressure like okay so like because it, it goes to your head like yo if i make a shit pass someone's gonna yell at me right away yeah, yeah. all right let's go on to some funner topics now like, <laughs> let's end it there let's go you know let's just go with your game your um lock uh, your game and stuff like that because you're out of the three of us, you're the one who has been in a professional locker room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First off, though, um, bro, shout out my North Delta locker room. It's filled with beers, and I'm just sitting there because I can't. Drink the funny thing is, I've been in one of those right yeah. after training. Those ones are funny. Yeah. Though. Okay. First of all, quickly, very quickly, you could answer this quick. Why center mid? Is that something where you coach put you, or is that something you wanted to play? because uh, you have the capabilities of playing every position. I know that. For a fact. Yeah. <laughs> this, yeah, I freaking played left back before. Um, I think I just grew into the position and someone put me, like obviously i actually started off as a striker but then grew into the role of center mid because i think people coaches just saw me as a center mid so yeah i think that's grew up on yeah that. okay so again this is more of a rapid fire now um describe your play style and what players do you um watch and help your game go i'd say my play style is more like calm like i always say this on the white caps things too like i'm just more a calm versatile player I'll I'll take one for the team, obviously. I'll run my gut off for the team. So, like, I'm, like, a calm box-to-box kind of player. Like, I'll run and be a calm player on the ball. But when it's off the ball, I'll try my best to defend, attack, and everything. Who would you watch in certain I, series? Just quickly. Uh, before, know, you like... You said Steven Gerrard. Yeah, yeah. Right? But before, like, he kind of fell off. It was Conte. Conte... <laughs> Conte was a big one for me. Conte runs everywhere. Conte bro. was so like watching his games, watching him in the champ. I think he had one of the, the like, heat maps are like straight red. Yeah, when he there. won the Champions League with Chelsea, I think he had a man of the match performance. Yeah, yeah. he locked down De Bruyne. 
Yeah, that um, was a big performance. Okay, part. which player reminds you of yourself? Currently. Oh, that's a hard one. Is it me? <laughs> See, Professionally. <laughs> <laughs> Not some North Delta Div 1 freezer value. You just see, you just see uh, Joven Ugra. Yeah. That's the player I want. Yeah. Um, I want a bench anyways. So. See, I would... I would say my play style's kind of changed because of Canon, like White yeah, Cast. Yeah. But I would say one like, or two if you want to fuse it too. I say back in the day it was more like. Ooh, I don't back know. Back in the day, like you're not fucking seventeen years no, old. No, 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 like a little day, bit back yeah. in the day. I would say like, I was gonna say, Busquets. Okay. Because I was just a more six sitting there, but then I grew into like Goretzka, like a, like run from one box to the other box yeah, and attack. Goretzka too, like. Could do a bit of everything, right? Yeah, he, he, could, could, do, like, he could win the if ball. If you see his FIFA card, whoever yeah, plays FIFA, FIFA card, yeah, his FIFA card is crazy. They're like, what, defending over 80, physical yeah, over yeah. over 80. If you go to Bayern Munich, you'll definitely have 99 <laughs> Exactly. Bro, if you go to Bayern Munich, you're coming like Jack. Yeah, <laughs> like look at Fonzie. Oh, uh, I was like, what the heck? Well, speaking of Fonzie, I was going to mention, you're on that career trajectory <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right but, now. But if, I feel like, if he goes. Yeah, I feel like Fonzie's just... Fonzie's different, man. Yeah. That guy, I like. I I'll be honest. I look. Alfonso Davies for those of you guys want. Yeah, yeah Alfon- well. I look up to him. I'm like, he went through like the same path as me, but he got at a younger stage. Yeah. But seeing where he is right now, I'm like, damn, man. This guy, like, it was heartbreaking for him to miss that penalty in the World Cup. Yeah. Yeah. But he did so well for his team. I won't lie, he was really good. Game day routine. Start Ooh. from the night before, and then you're on your game game day. Like, what, what's what's the mindset of Jeevan Babu? Uh, so let's say if it's like an early, I'll say like 12 o'clock game because that's midday. Um, night before, g- good dinner. I always tell my mom it's gonna be, she, my mom cooks like the best food for me. Bronte, so. bronte, bronte. Nah, nah, not bronte, <laughs> never bronte. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll see me shitting the next day in the yeah, middle yeah. of the game. But like, it'll be like a good, like, chicken or steak or something, like a good, healthy dinner. And then I, I need my sleep. If I don't get good sleep, I'll have a shit game. I know for a fact. So at least nine to ten hours so if it's 12 o'clock gotta wake up at like nine eight nine nine o'clock yeah probably sleep at like 10 10 30 uh wake Sweet. up yeah wake up good breakfast gotta be a good one um good breakfast go back upstairs shower i always shower before a game even if it's at five o'clock i'll shower like three oh, i'm o'clock. like i need to shower yeah before. i just need a shower i need to like a little bit wake me up like a cold one yeah uh cold shower and then here's the thing that's different from me that everyone like kind of knows about me now, but like that I've been in the car. One of the guys we drive, uh, we always drive him. Um, he the first time I did this, he was like, "What the hell is this?" I stay silent. I just in the car ride from home to UBC, which is like a thirty minute drive, forty five minute drive. Silent music's playing. I don't sing. Silent in the change room. Silent. Even when the coach talks, I'm just silent. If you ask me a question, I'll obviously answer. But then when I get onto the field, I'm also like kind of silent, but I'm still talking because we're on the field. Get back into the changing for a good five minute preparation, still silent. When I get onto the field, I just play. So the, the thing behind being silent for me is that I get to visualize and visualizing, I get to like meditate, prepare because it helps me improve my game. It helps me realize what I need to work on from the past and take it into the game. So yeah, that's that's basically what's a game. game day? <laughs> me is like uh, I wake up right. Eat the chicken, uh, uh, vegan chicken. Then. The vegan. <laughs> <laughs> like, recently, you know, this is a, like a game on a Sunday is two o'clock home game, right? Yeah. Wake up, Sit right? Uh, if there's a Man United game, <laughs> if they win, I'm in a good mood. If they're not, I'm right in a shit mood. <laughs> instantly, tra- instantly transition to post game, <laughs> right? Watch that. Games at two. That usually finishes at one. 
eat my food at 12. Like, I like to eat two hours yeah, before. Yeah. That's one thing I probably keep constant. And you eat the same thing, too. Like, yeah, like, routine is a routine. Like, yeah, yeah, I eat the same thing. Like a wrap. No way, yeah, like yeah. a wrap type thing. And then uh, games at 2. Everyone in the group chat is like, alright, guys, be there by 1.15. But Colts game is at 1, so I'm there at 1.45. Every Okay. I, I won't lie, your games are more entertaining sometimes than mine. Alright. <laughs> yeah, because, like, we're always yelling at each other, right? They yeah. got another team, right? We're, there's always shit talk going on. Like, watching. I mean, yeah. One guy's literally playing, like, aspiring pro, and there's a beer league game on this side. Come on, some of those games are pretty entertaining. Oh, like, they are. The fights yeah. were funny. Oh, yeah, Punjabi funny. field, for yeah. sure. I think, like, one, my goal for every game is, like, I gotta do a slide tackle. <laughs> Alright, that's And sure. you always do do one. Yeah, I always do one. Like, I don't care what happens, right? If I give a. You know, yellow card, whatever foul. <laughs> like I'm going in there. Okay, so you kind of already mentioned lock, like what you like in the zone. You're already in the zone. Yeah, yeah. But one thing I want to know: what is the locker room like? The Canada locker room, White Caps oh, yeah. locker room. Well, like something- you are in the zone, but like what are like what is the vibe like? Oh yeah, like obviously I can't say some things because like it's like. Club, oh yeah, no, I'm not, yeah, 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 you don't need to leak tactics. We ain't trying to like. I mean, Beatrice is not that big. You might not be able to. I'm yeah, kidding. Before, before practice and like games, obviously it's different. Before practice, uh, it's just usually like fun vibes. We're just going to training. It's just we're in there. Maybe a little bit like a heading game. Maybe a little bin game. But like we're just talking about school. Girls, <laughs> games. <laughs> well, that's like practice, but game day, <laughs> game day vibes. We just uh, we chill. Like they, our teammates. Like my team, I respect them so much that we know what each other do. Some guys they'll have a conversation about the games before the game that they have, and they'll have like a conversation. Some guys will have fun with dancing, putting music on. Some guys like me. There's like at least two or three of us that just have a silent composure kind of idea mentality that will stay silent and they won't bother us. They won't like come up to me and be like, yo, do you see that movie last night? Do you see the show last night? They'll talk with the guys that want to talk. And that's such a like, that's like a team mentality. We had so much chemistry that we knew who we were. But yeah, that's like a, like kind of like a game and practice one. With Canada, it was like the same thing too. It's like just white. And then when the coaches come in, you're probably like, okay, then you get your cheer on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the stories now. We got some <laughs> fun stories I have listed out here. Um, we're always gonna get you back on in the future for sure. I don't give yeah. a shit what you say, <laughs> but yeah. after yeah. the World Cup. But let's start with the first story, and this is the classic one I have written down here. Refing. I've refed you before, <laughs> but we'll get into that story in a second. You know, Jobin refing you Kay. as a linesman. <laughs> I want to I'm gonna give some context here. So normally when we ref you, it's your dad calling, "Hey, you want to ref his yeah. game?" And we just come and show up, whatever, right? This one, Joven, it was a, a, a tournament in um, uh, White Rock, yeah, White right? Rock, yeah. And you know, he volunteered, not volunteered. He signed up to ref, get, you know, paid and stuff like that. And this was a coincidence. This wasn't like, oh yeah, can you come? We're missing a ref. Come linesman this game. He was scheduled to linesman. Yeah. Now this was not your actual team, but yeah. you, since you played a year older, you're allowed to play the old six team. Yeah. And he was your linesman. And I need to find that picture. I don't know if I will be able to find I think it. I have it. If you have it, we'll put, if we find it, we'll put it up. Right, but essentially the story. I'm I'm gonna just lay out the story. I was there to watch this game. Jeevan, being Jeevan, uh, was playing left back because they're like he's too good. And then dribbled through the whole team, went down the right side, <laughs> and was gonna put a cross in, but went to the end line, touch line. Jovan puts his flag up for uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for uh, uh, out of bounds call. Now at the moment you probably like you didn't think of it too much, and then 
Jovan comes up to me he's like yeah I don't think that was out of bounds I just wanted to call it out it was never out of bounds the reason was Bro, because was, no no I, I back Jovan in this I coached his team for all those years like from your literally your high school years yeah. essentially yeah. Coastal is the team that you played for and oh, that team yeah, screwed yeah, yeah, me yeah. over many times <laughs> that I was fine Coastal with it. Coastal refs are the freaking worst refs ever, bro. Like, genuinely the worst. Like, yeah. what? We had two games. There's one game where, like, uh, they uh, uh, they screwed us over. They gave this uh, Coastal, I think it was the uh, District Cup, right? And then we're playing this Coastal team. They were gold. We were silver at the time. Yeah. We're playing this we're playing this game. We're playing this game. <laughs> the ref called the penalty. Uh, one of our players goes up to him. He's like, yo, why'd you call the penalty? He's like, yo, this this guy on the ground in the box. Uh, yeah. one of you guys must have hit him. That's the reasoning. Was that's the reason? Oh, Joe yeah. had a bench. I remember you telling stuff. me this. Joe and, and I was pissed. Yeah. We're pissed because like genuinely, it was like, a 0 game. We're at Div two game. team moving up to play the best Div one team for um the Coastal Cup qualifiers. Yeah, yeah. And we got screwed over the 90th minute penalty. Yeah, but like yeah. So that's why we did it. But okay, from your end. <laughs> I was, I, I won't lie, I was pissed. <laughs> I was like, I did I all this have work. The so we'll the thing is, I, I think yeah. we were winning too, though. We won, right? Yeah, you we won. won. The game, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that was, second, that was second half? No, it was first half. You it was were first dominant, half. You we were dominating. dominating. I did get like an assist after that later on. But like, I was pissed. I was like, I did all this work. I'm on the end line. I was playing right back, so I had freedom. And they didn't give a shit what I did because I was playing like a year older, but I was playing year like my age. And I was about to like, whip a ball in or something. I was about to get like a maybe something good out of it. But Jovin calls it. I'm like, I look. I remember this vividly too. I have the picture. He yeah. has the flag like this. Yeah, I was like, yeah, like, go what? <laughs> I was like, what? The, the da- hell? dads was, on the sideline were like, Jovin, what the hell? He's like, oh, it was out of bounds. And they're like, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, I was like, no, I was also coming this mentality like, yo, this kid pissed me off when I was growing up. <laughs> I'm giving him one bad call as well, dude. We ref your brother sometimes, and we're like, we want to give this guy a card after. Yeah, this guy doesn't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so okay, my end when I used to ref your uh, when I used to ref your games, it was. Um, how do I say? It? Like I show up, you're early on games, you're fine, whatever, right? You're yeah. a kid, whatever. After that, it's not as much as you. You kind of were, but not as much as you. But your other teammates. This oh, was yeah. like this is like the the old the CMAC days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, players are just coming up. No, your academy, super, that super, academy yeah. deep. I remember. I'm these. like, I'm just yeah. here to freaking ref. I'm not getting paid yeah. for this. I'm but just then, here to do the job. You play player like the, not your coach, but I think your assistant manager or someone was yelling at me. Yeah. Your players are yelling at me. I'm just looking at them. Or the coaches and play, uh, someone else is yelling at me. Is it clear foul at that time? Sure. I'm just in the zone. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, not even licensed to do a full field game at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I, ref, I ref the same team too, right? Yeah, and then yeah. I'm like, oh, I look at it. I'm like, uh, yeah, just play on. I'm like, I, I'm not bothered. But the play thing on. is, like, I, I, I did like once or twice. Like, I would get it because you're in the game and that's the thing. But like other players, like I won't name names, but I was like, bro, chill out. It's just a game. It's How a- much do you go after a ref? Oh, <laughs> It's a funny thing. I will. It's not often. It's never. No, 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 never. It's I. I will only do it when it's like a big game. Obviously, every game is big, yeah. but like it's if if it's like a big game, I'll go like a little bit. But I I'll stop. I'll stop after. Your a brother while. though has a menace. Oh yeah, yeah. My brother, <laughs> he pisses me <laughs> off sometimes. Watching he's, his he's games. He's here. That's why I'm. I'm he's watching these games. And he goes up to a ref. I'm like, what are you doing? Just go play. <laughs> yeah, Who gives yeah. a shit, man? Like I'm like, I feel like getting into the field and slapping him. And like, <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you too. I remember this one game where Kobe uh, Free came that we watched, and then like uh, everyone was just on the ref, like the whole team were like, yo, just shut up and play. That was a big fight, right? Huh? No, a, no, like, no, 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 no. The ref showed up late. This is his game. This was his game. No, like there was a no, no, like everyone just on the ref, right? Yeah, yeah. And then to be fair, the ref was not that great. And then me, him, and your sister was like, yo, we're going to this game boring. 
you know, there's makhiyan coming out, right? You can get mosquito bites and stuff. Uh, yo, we're going to the playground. Go to the playground. These guys score five goals. We come back. They're still yelling at the ref. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, next story I have here. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. To finish off my story of your refing, yeah, like, your teammates sometimes were menaces. I'm just like, I'm not bothered. I'm just like, you want, you want me here? I'm here to ref. If you want, I could just leave. But yeah, like, obviously, I took it seriously. Don't get me wrong. But like, yeah. it's like, if a guy yells at me, I'm just gonna be like, all right, shut up. move on, right? Yeah. Whatever. Who shut cares? Up. You're getting paid and like, you're just here to ref. All right, next story. You and him <laughs> were on the same team at one point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, I knew this was coming. I, I need to make sense of this. You're four years older than him. Yeah. So, <laughs> how does this be? Now, Jeevan is that goaded. We know that. <laughs> nah, this was like, I think this is when you were, it's 8v8s, right? So, you yeah. were like in your last year of 8v8. Yeah, I was going, going to your last year going of 8v8. Yeah. So, 8v8, it means seven and a goalie, like a half field game. Your dad randomly put these guys in a tournament. Him, one of our relatives, not going to name names, obviously. And uh, you, one of your teammates as well at the time. Yeah. Playing. So, you had like two little kids like this high up. Like and we, we, didn't, we, and we had we a family friend that's like sick, pretty tall, like tall, like, like good yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we didn't have we didn't have like subs. Either, so when you right? had a good T two, yeah. yeah. And so like we're like, okay, you two come on. You had a sub. Yeah, you, you were the first. Yeah, sub. I was the first yeah. sub. And you know we're like whatever. We went all the way to absolute watch these guys play. And first game, you guys you guys lost the first game three two. I think won the yeah three two. Then you guys won the second game. But I'm gonna get half a story for that too. But what was it like playing with this guy in a competitive match knowing that you'll probably never have that opportunity <laughs> unless you decide to play beer league down the line like over 50 yeah. or something i will lie like i kind of remember i don't remember that much but i remember like certain parts like it was funny I we were lie. all there too. Was like, everyone was watching our families were watching yeah. there's a lot of people watching it was so jokes it was jokes like i was like these guys are four years older right? like, and you're dribbling hell? around these guys yeah, it was like was, a div too i was actually fun though you like, and our family friend were also like the best one there yeah probably. like yeah. i remember there was something that happened like you scored what three goals no that's the second game, that that was like, second game. i'll get to that story in the yeah, second yeah, game, but, the, but this was the third game no we had two we games two games so i'm like i gotta bring this up on the pod because like you and him were teammates one guy's playing a uh, white caps and the other guy's uh, just chilling. <laughs> but Bro, what do you mean? He's like the what right back? White caps. White caps. I was too good for white caps. Right? <laughs> like, like they they told me right when I went up to them, they're like, you know, like the type of person you are, you like you're just too good for us. Like we can't have that. See, like, like if, they, put, if they put you in a one v one situation against Messi, Messi, like the thing is, Messi's getting scared. Huh? Messi's scared. Messi's running away. Alright. I would add Messi's The second game, the <laughs> hat trick tri- game, the hat trick game was the same. So when we were refing, my dad would be the one going out for the ref sometimes. But the hat trick game, Joven scores a hat trick and my dad's still yelling at him on the sideline like, Oh, Aki Kita. And one of our family friends' mom's like, Relax, you guys are up like five nothing, and this guy's got a hat trick. <laughs> now with Fufuji, like their dad, um, when he gets into a game, he gets Yo, into he go, it. He goes into he the ref. He goes bro. into it because he he'll especially understand. With the ref. Especially yeah, with he'll ref. understand because like I remember he was we were talking um about the All Star game. He's like, he told me he's like, what what kind of pass did that center back make to the goalie? It almost <laughs> went into the own net. I was yeah. like, yeah, I was scared. I was laughing because um, uh, whenever obviously I'm not gonna yell at my mom and dad unless oh, yeah. like some family shit happens but i'm just saying like in terms of just naturally i'm not gonna I'm, first of all i'm not gonna tell him to shut up like yeah, say the yeah. word shut up or like you know but when it comes to coaching this guy and my dad's yelling the other year I, I, i'm in the moment i'm swearing at these guys and then my dad's just yelling at the ref i'm like dad shut up i'm yeah. not gonna pay no 500 yeah. fine now he gets yeah. into it but like those games like i kind of remember i remember one thing where like 
I think it was was it you and me or the our other family friend where I was like we were just making like tiki taka. No, uh, you and our other family friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just we're walking back and forth all the way to, like it's hockey two on one. You're yeah, just going, two on zero. And then I think I missed it. I think I scored. No, no, it was a mess. No, we oh. missed. That's why it's a joke. I think I got the and ball. plus he's like double your size. Yeah, so he was funnier. tall. Like he's yeah, tall. Yeah. But like the nets right here, I think I just completely missed. So I think that yeah, but it was like fun times. I yeah. missed those times. I won't lie. I missed the Punjabi tournament. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's obviously me and you might be playing on the team sometime now. It was weird. You and him played on a team before me and him played on a team, and we're both in the men's leagues now. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Right. But right. Uh, hopefully sometime down the line. But all right. Next up, Messi's in the MLS. <laughs> Are you eligible from MLS next All Star next year, or is that a thing? No, I'm not. No, no. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm like, oh, sorry. You gonna meet Messi now or what? I w- I- so here's the thing. Um, my coaches told me, like my physios at Whitecaps, they were betting on me to meet Messi because they were like, "Oh, let's, Messi might be there." There was no chance he was gonna be in Washington. I I was like, he won't be here at Washington. He won't. I won't lie. Like it was a big facility. Like D- DC fans were crazy. There yeah. was a lot of. It was packed. Arsenal obviously, but like meeting Messi would be like a dream. Yeah. Oh my god. Like okay, radar soccer skills. we know he's the better one i know he's better than me i know that for sure yeah yeah uh i've seen a lot of you i've seen both you guys play a lot more him yeah more joven because obviously i was younger i don't remember i played keep in mind keep in mind joven is div one metro level player i was playing div three and four so that's all i think it's like if you think about cousins wise like me and you are like closest in age and it's a pretty decent age gap yeah no doubt yeah yeah yeah. i'm like four years apart like there's someone four years older than me and then you're four years younger and this guy like six years older than me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I'll I'll, I'll go Umrit first. Shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I wouldn't say like you were shit because obviously playing. I Div was just not in shape. Div four, Div three. You were in shape. I was shape, just not in shape. Being a goalie, you were actually not that bad. I remember. Okay, one, I played goalie for like half a year. No, no. Just because I was the youngest guy on the team. Yeah, but That's you were still not that bad because I remember one I game. I come back from yeah, India and I was shit. One after. game, I remember we were watching. This was at Yorth Park. No, it's Cloverdale. Was it, was, it, it, was it was like nighttime. Oh no, it was Jorth. It, it was, was Jorth. Jorth. Yeah. Nighttime. He, he saves a pen. He oh, saved a pen. that was no. That was a Punjabi tournament. That was the only time I saved a pen. You were my linesman. You're talking about a different. I never saved a pen. Was that Jorth though? It wasn't. At no, that was at Newton. It was at Newton. No, no, this guy saved a pen, and I was like, I was in awe. I was like, what just happened? I was like, damn. And then, um. So I would say like you weren't that bad. Watching you play, I think I've seen you play outside of goalie like. Yeah, you I haven't seen me play much. Yeah, I remember like a I, little bit. My pain position was like, okay, so this is what I was told. I'm not, I was just never in a shape guy. For me, it was the opposite. Mom had me in soccer for the sake of exercise. Yeah. I yeah. also was being swimming on the side. Yeah. I was the go-to guy. I saved your brother's life, by the way. <laughs> um, but um, for me, was before I stopped playing and I lost the touch. Obviously, Obviously, yeah. when you play a year eight, it's actually a big difference when you don't play for a year. But when I was playing Div 3, one of the, I think uh, one of the HPL coaches at Surrey United, because I used to play Surrey United Div 3, and he was like, you're actually not bad. They, they stuck me in center mid. They're like, you have the game sense and everything. It's just you're not in shape. That's all it is. Like, I, I could see that. And I, ha- I scored from half like twice. Once, yeah, and because then, yeah. in our family, like, I think like it runs. Like, we're all good. We're not shit I'm the players. worst in the family, by the way. No, 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 no. Yes, I am. No, no, no. Okay, I mean, because you just didn't, you didn't yeah. play that. What, like, you, you didn't play didn't, that much. Like, he's probably like one of the guys that played like the least. Yeah, lot, he right? played the least because yeah. I started like, earlier than him. Yeah, I started yeah. too. And you also like you like became a lifeguard, so swimming was a big I thing was, too. I didn't officially become a lifeguard. Really? No, no I the, didn't get did, the job. He did the courses. <laughs> I did oh, all the courses. He, he and everything. the courses. I know because like I, uh, 
I, I know the jokes you're making because every family is like, all right, put him on the edge so he yeah. can just jump in the pony when we go to uh, uh, when we went to Portland. Yeah, yeah. Save your brother's life in Portland. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so no, like soccer-wise, like, yeah, like, I stopped. I, I hear, yeah, so you're right. I stopped for a year to get my swimming courses done because I'm like, okay, I ain't going to get far into this. Yeah. I come back. Your dad's like, yeah, you're playing U21. Keep in mind, I played Div 3, fat ass over here. Um, playing Div 3 soccer, going to U21 is a huge jump. Like, yeah, I was yeah, shit yeah. compared to that. But, yeah, enough about me. Uh, about this guy. But should I do, like, out of 10 or something? Yeah, sure. Out of 10? Fitness is zero. Probably one. No, no, <laughs> but, but, like, overall out of 10, overall, I would say, yeah. like, a four. Okay, so... It's not that shit. bad. I, that's, that's not that bad. That's it's a reasonable one. I was expecting a five. I would have been happy, but okay. I would have said a five, but then you said like the fitness and everything. No, so. no, like you know his mentality, like saying I'm shit. And yeah, stuff. yeah, that that brings it down. That's okay. not a good I'll say four point three. Four point three. He spent his whole pod saying about mentality. I'll give him a four point two zero. Okay, good. Uh, Jovin. Okay, see, I know a lot you of played things. Div one yeah. in Metro. So I played with you, played against you, watched you a lot. Keep in mind, you guys um, ran onto soccer. Yo, oh, that, that was game. the greatest that thing. I'm not gonna lie, I think that game, I had like the greatest performance of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, too. I think me and Joven were like, we played like in Yesterday and Shavi there. Yeah, we were <laughs> It was insane. Yeah. Obviously, we let a goal in and we couldn't score after that because yeah. we had no strikers. Yeah, yeah. But we dominated. I, I knew that, that was the only time I played with you guys. Yeah, the uncles yeah. came and up to brother. both of us and were like, you guys are really good. Like, yeah. like what and the this hell? This is him that? out of shape, Joven. Dude. That was like Keep cool. Yeah, that was doing. But Joven was still like techie and everything. Yeah. But like watching you play, obviously I've seen you play like different positions. Obviously as a right back now. Obviously you, center mid. you, yeah, you were a center, mid center before. Mid, played on the wing. I, obviously for me, you were better. You're a better center mid winger than you are as a fullback. But I played in net. Yeah, you played in net too, which is fun. Actually, no. <laughs> you got to you goalie as a goalie was sick. Reason. You as a goalie was a sick. <laughs> he too, was. Yeah. But I would say, like, out of 10, I'm saying a 6.5. I'll take that. I'll take because that. I, I would have given him a 7. Yeah, I was going to say 7, but the thing is, he's played so many different positions that he's good at. It's just that I wouldn't see that, like, he's, like, the the best in that one position. Yeah, right? Because, like, like I feel, for me personally, I feel like playing all those positions... It was just like I was doing enough at each position. Yeah. So like I didn't excel at one thing. Yeah, you didn't right? excel at one because you're still good as a center middle winger. Ideal in all those. And you're still yeah. ideal. Like as a as a fullback, you're like obviously not the best, but you're still doing good as like you still understand it. Yeah. All we know is that Jim is a harsh leader. No, no, Jim is No, I thought good. he was, I thought he would have said you had eight, me like a five. Oh no, I, no. I, was, I was I was expecting six, seven. And but then, I feel like if I said like seven, like the best. well, keep in mind you're not comparing us to like freaking. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. No. 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 <laughs> like, I'm like comparing like, you guys to like just general like beer league. General, like what yeah. I've seen. Yeah, like a, a six and a half and a four point two zero for you. Like it's pretty fair. Four point two zero is the thing you gave me. Huh? Okay. No, I said four point. I said four point three. Okay. A six point nine and then like a four point. <laughs> All right. Six point nine. All right. Let's get into the last bit of our funny stories. You, I'm just gonna ask you a story. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't have any more unless you guys want to have something. But trash talking. How much of a trash talker are you? Are you uh, an elite trash talker? Do you not even just trash talk? Are you like, my game does the talking? And if you do have any trash talking stories, do you start it? Do you finish it? What's the case? I have like, I have like two good ones, Uh, but I'm not a trash talker. I'll tell you right now, I'm not a good one. I'm not even a good one, but I just don't do it. Like, I just let my game talk. That's like one thing, but like, I just don't like talking on the field. But one of the best ones was... It's a serious one too because it was racism and discrimination. Oh, okay. But like it was still trash talking because I can't just take that. Yeah. So this was in US. 
um people remember this if they've watched but like i won't name names obviously but like this was like i was playing a year older with pacific united like my dad's club former and this is when i had a good tea the ref came up to me and said are you a girl okay yeah, i remember this and story. i was like obviously no and they're like and the ref played on he's okay and like obviously there's still jokes made about that today but the players thought i was too so i remember one of the guys i was playing at we're up one nil this is like semi-finals in one of the tournaments the guy's coming up to me he's like you're a girl and you're shit you can't even play on this pitch and all that like he's going off at me he was like and i'm like okay but even if i'm a girl we're winning one nil and i got the assist and i'm dominating you but I'm not a girl, I'm a guy. And he's like... All they have to do is sack you. It's yeah, not like, that hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like right? if it hurts, it hurts. Yeah. But yeah, he was like trash talking like shit on me. And he was going on about it. He's like, yeah, you're shit. You're, like, you're getting called a girl. Take that, take that thing off your head. So it was okay, bad. Okay, yeah, at that point, that's where I did That's where I was like, yeah, sh-. Like, I didn't... I wasn't much of a swear back then. Yeah. But I was like, shut up. Like, you're shit, man. Uh, like, you like, shut Yeah, and off, you know right? what the final score was? 4-0 and I had two goals and I I was like I was like bye 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 you're gone yeah, yeah. so I'm it wasn't even like some weird again. it wasn't like you're going at his neck you were just saying bye yeah, <laughs> yeah. like I didn't like do that bad but it, the trash talking was like I was like mad but that's one and then another one is oh what game was it this was against um you don't even name club yeah yeah this is with Whitecaps this is once against one of the against against one of the teams I didn't even trash talk. It was my teammates, but like I was still like saying things. I got side tackle from behind, and obviously it's like a red, right? But they're going after the ref, and the guy's like, "It's clean. It's so clean, right?" I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, you shut up, man. You're the shittiest player on this pitch." That's what I said. Yeah. And my teammates were going after him too. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, you want some? You want some water with that? You shut up, you little freaking girl." Yeah. This girl thing is way too much. I don't know how much I got called a girl, <laughs> but then we just kept on going back and forth. It was really funny, like. At the end of the day, the thing is, he lives in, like, we know who he is, and we see him time to time. I, have a, I can have a conversation with him at the end of the day. Like, we're still buddies, but it's funny to me what he said, and it was, like, I can't say some things because it was bad, but... Yeah, don't get us counseled. Yeah, yeah, started. like, he was saying some things, but I actually, actually have another one, and this is the best story, and it's funny. When, when we went to England with my academy team, we beat one of the local academies who has players go to, like, City, Arsenal, all these guys, right? They're mocking us for being Canadian. First game, I scored two goals. We win 2-1. We destroy them. They got mad. They got so What you're saying mad. is, Canada Academy is actually better than me. <laughs> I won't lie. We could be. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, yeah, you yeah. know how you were saying earlier, European is different? Yeah, no, yeah. But <laughs> that time, they like they just had players yeah, that were playing yeah, yeah. that academy. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, go ahead. Next day, they bring, they bring players who are on off-season from Everton. I remember the players clearly. Everton, Norwich. Uh, one of the one of the like local clubs who were, like in League One, League Two. I don't know what they were. Norwich, Everton, and Southampton. This guy was like bound to be something in Southampton. I don't know who he is now. They bring those players. Zero zero tie. I'm in the center of the park. The trash talking is elite. You know the the guys like um. You guys got uh. Is your guy all your guys' dads Mounties? Do they wear those red coats? I don't see them wearing on the sidelines. Do do they realize that? Like, don't their guards wear red? Exactly. I was saying. Like, I was, this is a funny thing. And they're like, yeah. Where's your little top hat at? One of my teammates, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And then and I remember one of me and my teammates were like, you like a little cup of tea with that? You like a little cup of tea? And zero zero going the whole way. It go, ends up being one one. Such a good game. But I had to come off because my foot was like a rock. And when I was walking off, he's like, 
Oh, you want some Gatorade with that? You want some Gatorade? Like his accent was yeah. turning into Canadian. I'm like, you shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. you want some? I swear it's fucking. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you shut the fuck up. I'm like, you just shut up. Like, you can't be doing this. Do, do you have like a good British accent? Like, no, no, no mine is terrible. But like, I won't lie. Oh, mate. Hey, mate. Oh, Australian. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Australian. I, I mean, can't like, do it either. <laughs> hey, blood. Hey, either. blood. What, what you want with that? I don't know. Like, are it you, was bad. Are you, are you mad, bro? But, like, the, the, the trash talking was elite because it's Canada versus England. And I was like, damn, what am I in? This is my first time realizing what trash talking was. But, yeah, those are some stories. There's probably, like, a few yeah. more, but I just don't remember. We'll get into the next time you come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A couple of things before you end it off. I know it's gone long, but it's a good conversation. Yeah. Footy talk. I know you wanted to talk on footy on here. So, uh, <laughs> Liverpool get fan. Analyst. Oh. Get analyst mode. Thoughts on the Thoughts on their, obviously, not good last year. Thoughts what on about, the window. And, yeah, thoughts on the window think, and projection. I think the window's good. Obviously, with that, that new guy from Leipzig. Leipzig, yeah, right? Obviously, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I don't want to pronounce yeah, it wrong. Get clowned by fans. Hungarian center mid from yeah, yeah. He, he looks good. Uh, when we first signed him, I was like, who Sending is this guy? Million. I was like, who is this guy? Who is he? Me and my friends were talking. We're like, I watched highlights of him. I watched a few. I won't lie. I watched a game of him. I was like, damn, he's good. He's actually a good signing. Good cost for him too. I won't lie. Seventy mil, bro. Yeah, and he's young. He's like and he's still young though. Come on. And like, the last player we got was Nunez. We got McAllister as well. And we got McAllister. Oh, yeah, was a big one. McAllister's a really big one. I was about to talk to him about it. He's. I won't lie. He McAllister will do some things for us. And, but like talking about like, I actually want to bring this up. Nunez. I know a lot of people hit on him. He's underrated. Well, no, I don't think he's underrated. I don't think he's overrated either. He's not overrated. He was for sure. fine. It's just like the chances he missed. It's were genuinely like no, I the misses were brutal. Yeah, like, he the was misses in the were right, brutal, but he was making if, the right runs, right position, right. Like, he was but doing, hear me out. Hear me out. Like, I know you guys are Man United fans. And you okay, he's over in a sense where they were comparing him to Holland. You yeah, the Holland that. thing was crazy. I I believe that, but he was underrated because the runs he made and his game IQ as a striker is is like undeniable. He's top three. He. Being like runs and like his IQ there, he's top three for me as a striker. Yeah, for me like, like not as a full striker because okay, he's not still, top three because striker in the league though, right? No, in EPL. Yeah, okay. I don't think he said all no, the no, year. Over, okay, oh, okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, in he, Premier League, he could come to that obviously, like because as a striker, the main thing you gotta look at is goals, right? If you're not doing your main job right, you know, there's an issue with that, right? Yeah, because, I know, I know what you mean, but but also like another comparison I could give him was Timo Werner because Timo Werner when he was in Chelsea. He did the same misses, but the thing with Timo Werner is like he was doing what Nunez does, like making those runs. He was creating chances and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, like it's like Harry Maguire. You can't be a defender that can't defend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? I know what you mean. Yeah, right. And you gotta be yeah, a striker. Yeah, yeah. You gotta score. Come on, goals. you can't take the curse into Harry Maguire though, but that guy's still good. Nah, I sure no, don't Okay, but like <laughs> I just want to make one more thing. I know you guys are Man United fans. I feel like Nunez had a better season than Anthony. Yeah, no. Oh yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Anthony, Anthony, Anthony I he still has a lot of headway. Like he can well, still. Yeah, be I'm good. not giving up on him. Anthony had oh, he good wasn't moments. shit. He wasn't like really was good. He has good he defensive like mid. He was like was, in between mid and shit. Yeah, because he had good moments like the. He has good defensive. The beginning, he scored yeah. like what in the first three games, yeah, four, three. three or four games, yeah. the Arsenal game as well. Yeah, and then uh, the the game winner against Barca. And the, that one, that one was the Europa pretty, League. Yeah, pretty sick, that was yeah. a big game there. All right, top four predictions early on right now. For, for Premier League, Premier League? Yeah. everything going to reference is Premier League. That's the league we know the best. Okay, I'm saying City first. Yeah, they just got freaking Guardiola. They're getting Guardiola, right? It's not. Oh, it's not, not confirmed, but they just they're gonna Guardiola. They lost Gondogan, but they also might lose Salva. But this goes. They still have a stacked team. Yeah. like Holland. Holland's gonna get Golden Boot yeah. again, probably. Him and De Bruyne, unstoppable. City first. 
You know what? I'm I'm gonna go out of the limb. I I I'm gonna say. Oh, I'm gonna say. Keep in mind the transfer window. Yeah, the transfer. Ah, it's hard. Like, I'm gonna go City first, Liverpool second. Uh, Manu fourth. I mean, Manu third. So you're going Arsenal fourth? No, I'm not going Arsenal fourth. Oh, you're saying they're not even gonna make top I'm four? I'm not. I'm. Or? I'm saying they're making like. I'm saying they're making fifth, fifth or sixth. Okay, that's. Hear me out though. I'm, I'll up. say why. Fourth, I'll say I don't even know who go fourth though. We're gonna put Newcastle. Newcastle. There? I was gonna say Newcastle, but their 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 mentality of like doing really good this season. I feel like player like. I don't think they'll make top four again. That they reach, they made themselves the expectations. You know who, who who expectations I have always is Brighton. Brighton's always good. So you keep going four? I'm gonna say Brighton for it. Okay. Hear okay, out. If, yo, we, have, we, have, we, this? we have a cousin hey. that's an Arsenal fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, I know, and he he. He's not. He's not even showing. He's not showing us because we're United fans. Like, yeah, yeah all you guys hate on the best. So that's yeah. All you guys, yeah, all you guys <laughs> hate on United. Chill out, chill out. You always hate on United. Nah, but I. You know why I don't have Arsenal there is because. If they literally sold the prem, they can't go the full way. That's again. my that's my reason of not giving on top two. Top two. I'm, we're not gonna give our predictions right now. We'll wait till yeah, our yeah. Video, but, but like they're they not being like obviously it's kind of weird that I didn't put them top four. And I love watching soccer and I watch prem all the time. I watch Arsenal. I watch Liverpool. Obviously Liverpool is my favorite team, but Arsenal not top four is because they're still young. That's such a big thing, and them doing really good this season shows. But them being really young, them getting Declan Rice, I don't think, and like Havertz, I don't think they'll excel like they did this year. My so I'll, if I were to give very early predictions at the top of my head, it was City, Arsenal, United, Liverpool. Yeah, because Liverpool is like, also losing more center mids, and well, yeah. you still need center mids. Which is like the yeah, normal mine, thing. Mine was City. I would be with Liverpool second because the addition of McAllister. I was like. Fuck, we're good. If they play United, we're, we're good. Because I want a McAllister. And, I, I want a McAllister. Yeah. Right? Like, McAllister's be a sick ad for you guys. That's probably one of the main reasons. And I feel like... And your weakest part... But they're also you losing... You rest your weakest part. You're right, also losing window. two of those weakest parts. Though. Who? Anderson, I know older. Fabinho. Doesn't matter. Does, I'm does, telling you, I don't think matter. Fabinho will... I don't think, I don't think it's going to affect him at all. Yeah, Are you well, adding a McAllister and... Uh, and you lost James Milner. The Hungarian... <laughs> Milner's actually a good song, Yeah, uh, You're adding a McAllister and the Hungarian Gerard. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, I genuinely think, like, you're, you dress your weakest part of your team and, very well. And our young core is actually getting up there. Like, Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott, those guys are still getting up there, too. I would put Arsenal third because I think the addition of Declan so Rice... So, you're putting us forward? I'm putting us forward. Okay. I, 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 don't, I don't like Erwindo. I generally don't. Oh, that's on the ownership. Yeah, that's on ownership. I actually don't mind Erwindo. Erwindo wasn't bad. We added Onana. Yeah. It's an upgrade on our system. Onana is one of the... On, with the ball, Onana is probably one of the that's best. So, that me. was our the, biggest issue last the, year. The, yeah, obviously that. But like the thing for me... Okay, we should not get too much into it because we need to close this out too. Say, but like, the thing for me was striker, bro. You got to figure that position out. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that. But Okay. Um, Very quickly, top five current players. In soccer in general. In the world. Okay. In the whole entire world. Can I exclude Messi and Ronaldo? Yeah, so current players, current form. So yeah, we'll current go to Europe. We'll go to Europe, actually. Fine, yeah. Yeah, because... Yeah, Europe. Uh, oh, that's hard. Then you put me in the spot. That's I'm putting... I'm pulling... I'm putting... Holland first. Okay. Yeah, that's arguable, yeah. Holland first. Second, oh, let me just go through the players. Yeah, I'll just list you some. There's like De Bruyne, Mbappe, like Mbappe yeah. 
there's Rashford. <laughs> there's a uh, Alexandro Martinez. <laughs> the entire Man United squad. All right, I'm putting. Oh my god! Come on, I like. Why you wanted the footy talk, man? I'm giving you the yeah, question. Yeah, I know, but it's hard. Like I'm trying to think. Wait, like you would, would you would you put Mbappe there? Yeah, yeah, I'm putting Mbappe top five, but I'm not. Mbappe is one. Yeah, just list them. Don't you don't have the. Yeah, I'm not putting them in order. Holland, Mbappe. Yeah. The thing with me is that De Bruyne did not have a good World Cup. He really didn't, yeah. And he was kind of injured in the season. But he still got to go with him. But he still, I still got to go with him. So De Bruyne. So that's three. You guys got Lewandowski. Lewandowski was not nice. I was gonna go Vinny. And I was gonna go. Would you go like the best defender? Who's the best defender? I was thinking. Of, I'm thinking. I was thinking. Diaz, but no. Diaz was still like one of the best center backs. I don't know. I don't know who else. Like those are the main key four for me. Wait, who on Val- Messi on Ballon d'Or? Right? Yeah. No, remember? it's not announced yet. It's between him. No, and last year. Last year. Diaz was top three. Diaz no, was top three. Diaz was top five. Was he not? He was top five. Yeah, Diaz had a good year. So Diaz are really they won the championship. Benzema won it this year, didn't he? Oh yeah, Benzema won. I'm stupid. Oh, it was the year before that. But like Diaz was still top three and five, was he not? I'm not sure. Uh, Yeah, but let's go with a quick decision. So De Bruyne, Holland, Mbappe, Vinny, Modric. No, I'm not putting Modric there. That was your brother's suggestion. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god yeah I'll, so go, I'll go I'll go Diaz I'll go Diaz those are top five listen again Holland Holland Mbappe Holland Mbappe De Bruyne Vinny and Ruben Diaz Diaz alright so yeah, I'm gonna get a lot of backlash I disagree with the five for I'm sure. gonna go backlash I disagree with the fifth you're, get, you're definitely gonna get backlash I think uh, people are gonna put Modric in there 100% comments, I'm not putting Modric I, com- I don't, I, comments comment down below on his comment thoughts comment down below on his thoughts okay yeah, we know one hater right now who's behind the camera <laughs> he's really pissed off <laughs> and uh, yeah but okay top five all time that you have seen personally good so you can't oh, you cannot play, put Maradona on the limit okay yeah, yeah Messi Ronaldo obviously yeah Messi Ronaldo see the thing is like obviously I've seen like Stevie G play for a little bit. He was never good, like his prime. No, top five. But he's not top five, obviously. Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar. Okay. Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar. Luis Suarez. No. Nah. I didn't see Zidane yeah, yeah, play. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I've seen him too. Iniesta. Okay. Yeah, Iniesta's a good one. Uh. Messi, Ronaldo, Neymar, Iniesta. Lewandowski. Okay. Those are my top five. Okay. Last. Well, second last thing before we get rid of this. That's the most good question. <laughs> okay. Mr. Vocab. But you're going to build your perfect soccer player. Oh. Right now. So we'll Based go, on current player. Or you can go all time if you want. I would prefer current. So like. Let's actually. So we'll go passing. Yeah. So I have, no, I have it written. Oh, you have it written? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So you're going to. You're going to go with body slash height like that so like you're gonna list one and then I yeah you can put one per thing okay so I'll, I'll give you the list right now so you can kind of think body slash height ronaldo no no i'm just oh, okay general. um athleticism left foot right foot heading defending playmaking this includes corner kicks and yeah, free yeah, kicks. That piece of, yeah. yeah dribbling shooting slash scoring this also includes free kicks and pks yeah and your mentality brain stuff okay so go first one Oh, body height. Just like na- name yeah. me that one, and then I'll. Tell okay, you body that. and height. I said Ronaldo, but I'm yeah. I'm gonna go Ronaldo. Uh, uh, athleticism. Okay. Uh, 
Can I say the same player no, twice? No. Oh, I can't? No. Okay, so first one I'll say uh, Holland. Okay. And the second one I'll say Ronaldo. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Ronaldo's athleticism? Yeah. Left foot? Messi. Right foot? Rifle, 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 rifle. I'll rifle. Like Suarez. Suarez. I was yeah, going to say Suarez. Suarez. Okay. I was going to say Suarez. Heading. Oh, I can't even see him. Zlatan. Okay. Oh, yeah, Zlatan. Really. Defending. Okay. Let me think about players. This is overall I'm defending. saying now. I'm saying now. Yeah, overall defending, 1v1. Um, everything. Spatial. Set pieces, everything. I was going to go. But no, no, no. Harry I was either going to go him or, or Ramos. So who are we going to go? I'm going to go Ramos. Okay. Because yeah. um, Van Dyke hasn't done like... Playmaking. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's funny, but people are going to... Santi Grazola. Okay. Yeah. This guy this guy could take... Left foot gone legend. Left, yeah. left, left, foot free, uh, left foot corners and right foot corners. I was like, what? That's okay. Dribbling. Um, That's the easy answer for me. Neymar. Yeah. Okay. Shot, scoring, hiding more. That's the easy answer for me too. <sighs> There's one you're missing. That you haven't said. Uh, it's between Lewandowski or Mbappe. It's Lewandowski for me. Yeah, it's between Lewandowski or Is there pace? Oh, I didn't put pace. So can we put in pace? I put in pace. Fine. Um, replace brain with pace. No, we can add. No, no, do okay, fine. Okay, add it. Okay. Pace, Mbappe, pace, Mbappe. Scoring that one, Lewandowski. Okay, then brain slash mentality. So like just IQ on the field. Yeah, um... Uh, if it's a now time players, I'm gonna say. You pick any. You mean you pick Ibra? So. Yeah, well, Ibra, Ibra played. Ibra just retired. Okay, yeah. true. But I'm just saying. Uh, pick me. I'm the smartest guy on the field. <laughs> smartest player right now. I think I have one in my head too. Modric. Yeah, I was okay. with Modric. So. Oh, but we'll look back at it and I'll list it accordingly. Yeah. So I think you said. Holland for body, athleticism Ronaldo, Messi's left foot, Suarez's right foot. Yeah. Um, Zlatan's heading, uh, Ramos is defending, Hauser loves playmaking, Neymar dribbling, Mbappe pace, Lewandowski's shot and scoring ability, and then Modric's brain. Yeah, the only like questionable one there is Grazola. Okay, so that's Jeevan Battle's perfect Bro, player. You, you could even go like Ozil. Yeah, yeah I that was the Ozil. one I was thinking of. Like, I forgot. Ozil would have been On the nice, spot is also tough. Oz- yeah. Yeah. On the spot is tough. All right, last thing before we close it out, because I know this is going to be like two hours long, but it's fine with me because we got a legend in Surrey here. So <laughs> First guest, you know, we got to make a special one. Exactly. So, uh, advice for the younger athletes. Oh, athletes, I was going to this. Yeah, like younger athletes, let's just say, because you are an athlete. Um, like I said before, like I've said in the pod, obviously, before, uh, work your hardest. That's that's always what I I always keep that mindset. If you keep on working, you'll get things. You'll get the possibilities of your dream. You'll get possibilities of becoming the best of your ability. If you work hard and like sacrifice is a big thing with working hard, you'll get to where you want to be. Um, obviously, I talk about sacrifices, making those sacrifices. Never, never be a follower. Never be that follower who goes into the wrong crowd. Have the right crowd with you. I wouldn't say necessarily be a leader because some people don't have that destiny to be a leader, but be someone who you want to be and don't follow the crowd that really changes who you are. Be the Have an identity of being self-positive, uh, a positive mindset, a pos- positive just outcome for yourself. And then obviously, 
just be who you are. Have fun. All right. That is a life left life lessons with Jeevan Bawal. Yes. Jeevan Bawal in the Punjabi community. <laughs> he 17 year old. 17 but, year old and he spread more wisdom than us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's close this out. Jeevan, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Um well, obviously good luck at the World Cup. So obviously we'll we're probably we'll probably talk to you yeah. after this, but yeah. we'll bring you back on after the World Cup. Dude, I'd love to Mario be card after like Yeah, <laughs> right Mario Kart. I'd love to be on here again. I, I love talking i love talking with you guys uh obviously obviously the questions were obviously at me but i also want to talk with you guys in the yeah, future this one is more to this one, this one, like, yeah. we're trying to get you, just an introduction right? for me yeah, yeah it's like a yeah. Guest oh, yeah, i know you want to be like you want to get the sports yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll talk about yeah. basketball nfl i know you yeah. want to get your thoughts in all right so yep once again thanks for coming on um good luck at the world cup good luck with the rest of the season and to everyone watching thank you guys for tuning in and we'll catch you guys on the next one peace yeah. Are you stupid? You said Diaz. How did you I not say Modric? I'm so disappointed in you. Why?